Blog Talk Radio. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body. And as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms, practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it. And some marvelous things will happen. I won't spoil your experience. If you are not sexual, you cannot be spiritual because it takes energy to be spiritual. It takes energy to meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions have had after that. And in this way, we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we aren't talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy. Creativity, writing, painting, your martial arts form. Many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love play. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. Do your breathing and sit the energy going out into the earth that goes into your system. If you really want to communicate, and the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a hot to hear. your first step to learning how to use fudging or anything else is developing your sexual energy. You see, the microcosmic orbit is, is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and goes into the five internal organs. The cobra breath works strictly with the spine. But the yoga that we just built, it, it works through uh, a thrusting channel in Tibetan, I mean uh, in Chinese. Tibetan is called the Uma Channel, right in the center of the body. 
and we say that, well, I don't feel it, you got to develop it. you got to develop the sensitivity of it, because it's there. Just because we don't feel it one or two times, we ignore it uh, uh, or forget it. That's why it takes discipline. And what does discipline mean? You've made a decision to do something. It's complete completion. And when we look at that word completion, nothing is ever complete. Because everything is constantly changing and moving, changing shape, changing energy patterns. So this whole thing that we're doing here, from the physical, the martial arts, into the mental and spiritual things, it's, it's not a three-day wonder. You know, it's your life. And as you exhale, slowly open your eyes, very slowly. This look good. And what's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. This is OriginalNativeRadio.com, and you in for another ride of your life this Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, or really 8:06. You know, we had to get that intro in. Um, those were the sounds of. My man Praying Man Tiz uh, putting that hook together over Sanyata Saraswati, Grandmaster Sanyata Saraswati from Shindao Energy Arts. Um, if y'all want to check him out, uh, go go catch that Jewel in the Lotus, uh, third edition, or go on over to Shindao, T-A-O-I-N-N-E-R-G-Y, arts.com and um, just tune in to zoom in you also can go over to our sponsor page tonight relaxation is the key sign up for the email for our uh, newsletter and also you can go and click under my grandmaster's interview under the home page and you can get tons of information of why this brother said it's there you just have to do the work I know people are saying why does he play that song every week Every every Tuesday he plays that song, but that brother's not on there because his main point is just because you don't see the results when you initially get started does not mean you're supposed to quit. Just because you don't see the initial results when you get started is not reason for you to quit because it is there. The potential is there, and that's one of the things we're going to be talking about tonight. 
Um, you know, before I can go any further, I got to bring my uh, head honcho riding partner. Um, uh, I don't know whether I'm Starskin, he's Hutch, or it's the other way around. But y'all put your hands together for the Greensboro Shaman. I'm from your mic is wide open. How you doing tonight? I'm doing fine, brother. Doing real good. Feeling good. Yes, sir. I, I really like that introduction, brother, because, you know, you, you speak on something that the uh, Grandmaster Senyata talks about, and that's that form, that focus, and then the force. So, you know, it, it, takes, it takes time to, for the force to visit us. But, you know, Say that combination again, form and what else? Form versus the form. we got to learn the form. And then the focus, the mindset. And then the force will visit us. And that's when mm. it's no mind. It's automatic. And um, mm. That's, mm. Mm. that's a big intro right there. Well, look, well, you already got the form down because you've been already doing what you've been doing for many years. And then you started focusing, and you said you wanted to bring the the creator of symptometry to do a symposium to Greensboro on April the 14th, which is just two weeks away, uh, 916th Street. And now the force is coming with Dr. Nardi. Could you, um, would you uh, think I could sum that up pretty good? I think, hey, that's it, brother. The force is in, and the force is coming. The force will be, <laughs> the force be with you. <laughs> All right. Do you want to give them a couple of details about uh, what's going on on April the 14th in Greensboro for those who may be just joining us for the, uh, for uh, tonight's, uh, for maybe their first show? Okay, absolutely. On April the 14th at 10 o'clock at the Greensboro Creative Center, formerly known as the Greensboro School of Creativity, that's 916th Street in Greensboro, we'll be having a Symptometry Symposium. So the North Carolina chapter of uh, Symptometry will be bringing in Dr. Maxwell Nardi to uh, do a symposium on um, infectious diseases and also addictions. And Dr. Nardi will also reveal the formula of health to cure all diseases of humankind. So that's what we have popping in. And it definitely will be stopping some some old ways of thinking that day, Kaya. So I'm actually looking forward to it. And uh, I know you are and everybody out there listening to us and, and everybody in the 336 and, 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 and even farther away than that. So that's what we have planned. We have, we'll have books for sale. Uh, Dr. Body will his book. And um, we'll also have a few other surprises for people that come to, to join us. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I got some messages that um, some people talking about packing up their 15-passenger van in upstate New York making the trip down next week. So I know we're oh. going to have a ball down here in, in North Carolina. Absolutely. You know that's something, brother. Yes, sir. Packing up the 15-passenger van and, and, and making the trek all down. And uh, it's definitely uh, worth the uh, camaraderie and, and the family getting together. So. Um, it's, it's, it's time, as the word is, you know, symptometry is here. And, um, brother, I really can only say thank you for having this medium for us to communicate, and uh, it really, really is a great thing for us to have. 
Well, I appreciate it. Um, as a as a seafood, uh, I'm gonna follow right along with that formula you gave out tonight. We got the form. I think we just pretty much we ain't got the whole form, but we know what the outside of symptometry looks like. Tonight, I want to tune in on the second part, the focus. I want to tune in on the focus. So before I get tuned in on that, because I got some hard-line questions for my brother, uh, Dr. Maxwell Nardi. So y'all go ahead and get up on your feet. Put your hands together. Dr. Maxwell Nardi. Dr. Nardi, how are you tonight? Oh, fine, fine, fine. Um, I'm sorry I was uh, I had a patient, so I was, I was with her until uh, five minutes or seven minutes into the show, so I missed the... The juicy part of your introduction. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, family first. So take care of the family. We gonna, you know, that's that shows a man who's dedicated to it, and that even helps lead me into. We gonna get right into the. Well, the first part I got to get. This has been on my mind, so I know. Um, uh, 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 we have some things we want to talk about, men's health and a couple other factors and what you're going to be bringing to Greensboro next weekend. But the first thing I want to talk about is, like Amsu said, you got to have form, then you got to have focus, and then you got to have force. So I was riding on the highway today right before the show, and I started thinking, uh, I was, well, I've been talking about symptometry ever since you've been coming on the show. This is our fifth week. If any of you have missed some shows, just go back over to Original Native Radio and hit the archive. They are jam-packed. I mean, we got already got what's that? Uh, twelve hours of twelve hours of pure fire out there for you to go and listen to on the download. But today, I started thinking about somebody who I was talking to about symptometry, and I said, well. Here's a book that says what to consume. And the person said, oh, man, here go all these rules. I said, oh, okay, I didn't say nothing. So they started flipping through the book, and they said, oh, man, I can't, oh, I shouldn't have this, I shouldn't have, and everything was just negative. Everything was just just like fighting and kicking and screaming. And they had, what did he say about this, and what did he say about that? I said, well, let's just slow down for a second. I said, I just want to remind you that the body is unforgiving. If you don't want to take care of your health care, then somebody else will. And it's going to be at an expense, and you're probably going to be visiting the cemetery a lot earlier. And so I said, this person is not quite willing to go 100%. As a matter of fact, I don't know if they was even 50% ready. So I said, Dr. Nardi says, when you coming into the school, the College of Symptometry, the first thing you must do is heal yourself of all diseases because you will not be out here coughing and smoking cigarettes and trying to tell somebody about symptometry. And I said, that's a serious, serious creed to have on just the first doctors of symptometry who are going to come in and start taking this course. So I ask you, Dr. Nardi, can a person be 97%? Is 97% good enough or is 82% good enough? Or must it be 100% when it comes to taking care of yourself? <sighs> what is what is very interesting is there is no half measure. Either you are healthy or you are not. 
Either you are alive or you are dead. There is no half measure. Even though it may sound too, too demanding, um, that is the way it has to be. Because mankind has been stuck in the quagmire for millions of years. As a result, it has been conditioned to accept mediocrity mm. as part of the human fabric. We are flushing mediocrity out. Ourselves are perfect. And they would like to remain in the state of perfection. If you cannot bring yourself to understand this, then well, the train has left the station and you'll be left behind. Mm. 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 I couldn't have said it better myself. Because, and, and because the reason for that, and, and I was, you said it eloquently, Doc, because I said people have gotten so used to being unhealthy, they think it's cool to be unhealthy, and they make up excuses to start tricking their body with negative energy. And um, you know the favorite phrase people say all the time is, well, nobody's perfect. And they use no, that nobody's no, perfect no, to no, say, no, no, oh, I'm not, not supposed to have good health. Not in symptometry. We stump that out. We stump it out completely. We stump it out. This idea of nobody is perfect, you don't know who you are. If you know that you are made of cells and energy, you will not say what you are saying. I'm not saying that people are ignorant, but people are under-informed and uninformed. Mm. Mm. We are made of cells and energy. What is the imperfection in ourselves? Who taught ourselves how to divide and to produce another cell, another cell, another cell, until they produce 75 trillion cells out of these cells? Some are specialized to form the liver. Others are specialized from the pancreas, and so on and so forth. And you said we are not perfect. You don't know. You don't know anything about yourselves. So now, what we are doing is we are raising the level of the mind to be equal that of the cells, so that both will remain perfect in the state of perfection. Mm, 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 mm. That's what I'm talking about. If, like you said, and and the thing is, they utilize perfection, even when they talk about it's not perfect. Your tongue, how oxygen, how 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 carbon monoxide can flow over your larynx and voice box and come across your tongue and communicate a thought or an idea to someone, and then you would even have the nerve to say, nobody's perfect. Is it, this, look at, this, this, this is what I'm saying. It means that you don't you you have no clue about how the human body works, no clue at all, and you want these people to to come to where symptometry? No, 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 no. You see, we don't have a belief system. Symptometry is not a belief system. Medicine is a belief system. You are conditioned to believe that. Drugs are, whenever a person is sick, it should be treated with drugs. You are conditioned to believe that. 
I'm having, I have some physicians who just took the test, some of them have passed, and that's, that's good, congratulations to them. And now um, they have to face the reality that the, humans, the human body is not made of pharmaceutical drugs. It is made of 94% water and 4% nutrients in the subatomic form. Then I tell them, look at blood. Do you see calcium in blood? No. Do you see magnesium in blood? No. Do you see sulfur in blood? No. But they are all there in their subatomic form. So if you want to know whether you are deficient in calcium, this is what you do. You use a scientific equipment, a scientific method called isotopy. It is isotopy that will identify all the minerals that are circulating in your blood. And you can count them. And then you know that, okay, this time you are deficient in calcium. You don't have enough folic acid. You don't have enough vitamin C, and so on and so forth. This is science. We use reasoning in symptometry. We don't use belief. Homeopathy that I studied uses belief. You have to believe in what the doctor of, uh, of, of what the founder of homeopathy said. Oh, every disease is caused by a curse. You have to believe that. It's called miasma. You have to believe yeah. it. You don't believe it, you fail the exam. Wow. You are drilled and drilled and drilled until you accept the teachings of the founder. I said, no, this is wrong. You, God has given you, give you a brain. You are a reasoning person. See if what you have been taught makes sense. If it does not make sense, throw it into the garbage. This is what we are doing in symptometry. Look at even our exams. Dr. Abbott will tell you about our exams. You repeat what, you repeat what, the, the, what the founder of symptometry said, you are going to fail and cry your daddy and your mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's something called the splash method, Kai. That's when it's a wake-up call. <laughs> Like, like when they pulled a chair out uh, on your boy uh, Leonardo DiCapriati in, um, in, uh, in Inception. They pulled a chair out, and he's splashing to the water so he can come back to real life. That's right. right. Real life. Absolutely, yeah, because it, it, it's like walking, in, walking from out of a fog into the clear light. And, and, you know, that's one thing that I really, really appreciate about this is Dr. Nadi always, you know, and, and since many conversations we've had, it's been about, hey, become better than me. Go further than me. Okay? And, mm. and that I appreciate. And so that way it's not like, oh, I'm, we're just waiting. You know, he says, oh, there's many projects that we have. So I would really love to see people come into the, into the, come into the college and, and, and bring their talents and, and, and know-how and experiences in to, to make the, you know, Make some time if you're better. And all he always says, come in and make it better. So, um, exactly. And that moves me to my next point. I want to talk because we want to, you know, we've been hitting a lot of subjects and everything. I really, I, I still love that first show where Dr. Nardi came in and 
explain who he was and and where he came from and where symptometry came from. I want you, uh, Dr. Nardi, to briefly give me a summation again for the new people who may be on the call because we're getting a following on these calls. And some people, like tonight, the, the title of the show is Symptometry. Can you really cure everything? Because I'm challenging people because some people, as soon as they hear you, it's, they are conditioned, like you said, to when somebody says, oh, we can cure anything. Oh, my oh my God, it must be a catch. Oh, no way. Oh, no. And, and those people are not ready to do the work. They're already conditioned to not do the work, and where they are is where they are. But I've seen too many people in this one short month contact me personally on Facebook uh, through your office and say, I'm willing to do the work. So I put the challenge out there to say, it's possible if you're willing to do it. But if you're not willing to do it, then it's not going to happen. And then you're going to have a shortened, misery-filled life where you have the other option to have a very healthy sailor level, which is going to make you more prosperous, not just physically, where you can just stand up, but spiritually and mentally and financially as well. So before I get too far in that, could you please let people know, remember, let's say we got that 14-year-old on tonight. Can you tell them why symptometry picked Dr. Nardi, what Dr. Nardi was going through and where symptometry came from and what is symptometry? Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, as I told you, uh, and then I will repeat, I never planned to be a doctor. Never, 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 never. Because I was, I was born on territorial waters between Cameroon and Gabon. And the nationality that I adopted was French. It was Gabonese. And French was my first language. And my health started to decline and decline and decline until my mother and I came to Ghana. This was where I described, I got to know that I was from Ghana. They changed my name from Kwasi Pierre to Maxwell Nade so that I would fit into the Ghanaian heritage. And uh, I could not speak English. And I was sick and sick and sick. And there's... let me cut a long story short. I have never known what is called happiness since I was six years old until I was 36 years old. I never knew what was happiness. And then what was annoying was people told me, oh, you frown too much. You frown too much. You frown too much. I frown too much because even when, the, when it is 80, 87 degrees hot outside, I will still be feeling cold. I will still be feeling cold. When we, when we came to Chicago and the weather was, uh, what the temperature was about uh, 88 degrees or so, I was shivering like something. and I mean, it, it was very annoying. They wanted to turn on the air conditioning at home. I said no. I mean, we did not get into a fight, but, you know, my wife being so understanding, she said, okay, I understand. So let us go out for a ride. So she would take the, drive, the children out for a ride. Now, in the winter, I will feel extremely cold. I will need the temperature to be, even if, if, it, is, if it, it should go beyond 120 degrees, I would prefer that. And my wife was feeling very hot. So here is someone who is feeling cold, another person is feeling hot, in the same house. But we never fought. 
because she understood my situation and my condition. I we we I will buy a box of Kleenex, a box of Kleenex. I will be blowing my nose all night until the box of Kleenex will be empty the next day. My children, Harold, Harold, the the head of the of the, of the business or the head of the business uh, department of symptomatic. Sometimes he looks at me and says, "Dad, do, do, do you remember when we used to go to White Hand Pantry to buy to buy a box of Kleenex for you and to be empty the next day?" I say, "Yeah." And is that you? I say, "Yeah, that's me now." Even my son cannot believe that his father is so healthy today. So, here is a man who refused to die after the doctors said there was nothing they could do for him. All the tests came negative. I was tested for HIV, negative. I was tested for, uh, uh, for, for the, uh, the CD4 count, the, for AIDS test. I was tested for AIDS. Negative. But why was I shrinking? Why was I losing weight? They could not understand. This is why I have been getting up at 2 o'clock every morning. Because around 2 o'clock, when I was still in Britain, that was where I was given the assignment to look for this particular book, um, it's called the Material America. Turn to this page, and I turned to this page, and this was the particulate or the remedy at that time, how they call it, that matched my symptoms. I started treating myself with that, and I started getting better and better and better and better and better. But what we were taught at the school was totally different from the way I found this, this particulate. I said, okay. What, about, what am I going to do? I'm going to listen to my professor. I'm going to take the, take the exam and regurgitate what she teaches. And that's what I did. And I passed and I came to the United States. And then I went to Clinton College, that is now defunct, where I studied uh, natural health. Uh, the best component was quantum physics. And then from there, here was somebody who was a translator by training who suddenly became interested in healing at the cellular level. Who taught me how to do it? It happened at night, around 2 o'clock in the morning, night after night, night after night, night after night. Who was teaching me? I don't know. You know, when you go to certain uh, uh, spiritual schools and all that, you know the master who is teaching you in the dream and all in the dream state and all that. I don't know who was teaching me. And today, I have not stopped getting up around 2 o'clock in the morning. Yep, good that afternoon. is when my day starts, and it continues, it goes on and on, and I'm not tired. And I discovered all this is that today, the human race is going to benefit from it. And this is not for blacks. This is not for whites. This is not for Hispanics. This is for the whole world. Because I was born on water. Every person that belongs to every race 
drinks water. Therefore, water is the common link that connects all the races. This was why I was picked to drive the message of symptometry home. Basically, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. It had to do it. So now I want to talk about the College of Symptometry because that's what um, how I really kind of set you up for earlier when I said 97% and 85% is not good enough. I probably could ask, uh, uh, ask Charlie Abbott is is uh, 85% good enough. I already know what his answer is, but I want to get it. I'm going to go ahead and ask him. Is uh, is 85% good enough in the College of Symptometry, Amsu? 85%. Can you be more specific about 85%? 85% of your effort. Like if you're not 100% committed to it, can you come in and just kind of like put one leg over or put most of the leg over and leave an ankle on the fence or leave, you know, your knee and your shin and your calf muscle on the other side? Well, you know, that, 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 that's, a, that's a complex question. But one thing I will say about that is that if, if a person isn't dedicated to, to studying those Symptometry will find and look for all the um, the inadequacies, and it'll point them out to you. So then, at that point, <laughs> at that point, it's like, okay, now I have to re, you know, reassure myself, um, reinforce these parts of me, and that's what it's been like for me since I've been studying it. It's like, no, have I been perfect every time? No, but one thing I know, it gets pointed out to me. And and then, you know, that's when I have to, to recommit and refocus because it's definitely going to take the focus. And that was one of the things that we, we talked about in the beginning of the show, the form, the focus, and the force. And and that's the stage that I am in right now with symptometry is the focus, really. I mean, really having to stay focused. Um, and, you know, Dr. Nardi, he, he's not pushy, but um, when it's time to – to turn in an assignment or something like that, um, that is a, a totally different um, person that you, you meet. So that's all I can say about that, you know. But, it, but it's all fair, though. That's what it is. Well, Dr. Nardi, how do you feel about uh, people not being committed? Or how, or how necessary is commitment when you come into the school of symptometry? And please let us know what else is required. Because I want to talk talking about people have heard about it for, for a whole month. They've been downloading the show. Now it's time to take some people and hold their feet to the fire and say, let's get started. Do you have your copy of The Downside of Nutrition? Do you have your copy of What to Consume? You know, are, are you taking your particulars on schedule for yourself? Can you please talk about some of the requirements for um, entering and studying in the um, school in the College of Symptometry, please? Yes, um, we in, initially the, the 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 passing grade was eighty percent, and um, the board decided that uh, uh, they should lower it to seventy percent. Uh, the reason is they they were going to lower the uh, the passing grade to seventy percent so that 
when they come to the school, then uh, they will face the real music. So okay, that's all right. Even though I did not, I did not accept it initially, but you know that this is the board, so uh, I consented. And in order to pass our exams, as I said, we need one thousand symptometrists. We need them because the load, the workload is crushing. It's a lot for one person. And I wish. I, I wish even uh, a few symptomatists had graduated by now so that, you know, they would be sharing some of the load. So what I'm doing now is I'm helping people to think symptometry. What does this mean? It means we don't do multiple choice questions and answers. No. And this is the hard time that people have when they come to symptometry. They are used to multiple choice. A, B, C, or D, choose one. A, B, C, D, E, choose one. A, B, C, D, choose one. No, we don't do that. You will study the material, the downside of nutrition, from cover to cover. And this is how the questions are asked. Some, I ask some of the questions, some of the board members and the members of the Grand Council of, of Therapeutics, they also read the same questions. They will say, no, let us rephrase this this way. Let us rephrase this way so that we bring out creativity in the student. If the student is not creative enough, then we'll, instead, of, instead of asking him or her not to retake the exam, we are going to allow them to retake the exam two or three times maximum. And sometimes when they re do the retake, they pass. Sometimes they, re they do the retake, they fail. And then they do the retake again, they pass. So this is how we've been doing it. And we help them to think out of the box because everything is application. Everything is application. The common example I've been giving to uh, the prospective students is a person has ulcer on the skin that will not heal. A person has ulcer on the skin that will not heal. What do you think the person has been doing wrong that has prevented his or her ulcer from healing? This is not a typical question that is asked in our colleges. But in symptometry, that is how you ask, we ask questions. So you have to go now and study poultry. You have to study meats. You have to study legumes and all that and find out which chemicals will prevent the cells from healing in order to cure the ulcer. It's a totally different paradigm. Totally different. Even when physicians take the exam, it's not, it's not easy. So in, some of them have failed. They, they retook re the exam and they passed. That's what we do. You take the exam once. If you fail, persevere. Go on. Take it again. Because you pay $100 exam fee only once. You can retake the exam three, four, five times. 
How many people take the bar exam before they pass? Some of them take it twice, others take it three, four times before they pass the bar exam, and they become lawyers. The same, also, the same concept also applies to symptometry. Don't lose hope. Persevere. Persevere. And once you get admit, admission to, symptom, uh, to the college, I will take over. The, this time the examiner will not be with you anymore. I will be taking over. I will tell you to call me anytime. I will have a special line for all my students. Call me, and I will take my time to explain things to you. Sometimes they will say, oh, but you never explained this. Yes, now here is the question. You were given the book to read. Did you call me to ask me about this particular word? Okay. Cyto cytolysis. What does cytolysis mean? Killing of the cells, degeneration of the cells. You never asked me this question. But it's there in the book. So I am helping you to be very critical. Be, be very, very critical. I want you to be so critical that you will critique the work of the founder of Symptometry. How did I get this idea? I got this idea when I was studying the history of Dr. Hahnemann, the founder of homeopathy. This man was suffering from overproduction of mucus. He was overproducing mucus. And all the students who had now become doctors, they were just standing around. Oh, the, the master is sick. The master is sick. What can we do? The master is sick. Are we good enough? Are we good enough to treat the master? Ah, the master is sick. One week, two weeks, three weeks, six weeks, Dr. Hahnemann, founder of homeopathy, drowned in his own mucus. Mm. He drowned in his own mucus. Dr. Hahnemann, Samuel Hahnemann, did not know how to remove excess lactic acid from his blood. If he had known how to remove excess lactic acid from his blood, he would not have had excess mucus production. That's why, with the help of my night teachers, night after night, I found a way, after six years of testing things in the lab, I found a way to produce formula A16B to remove excess lactic acid from blood. So Can you talk this about is what the... I do. I Thank push... You. Okay, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I push my students to be better than me because... I was better than Dr. Hahnemann. Dr. Hahnemann did not know the formula to remove lactic acid from blood. And this is what I'm using now. My son does a lot of weightlifting. He does a lot of exercise and all that. And what does he do? Every week, he drinks formula A16B to remove excess lactic acid from his blood. That's why he doesn't have ligaments, 
Okay, Doc, I got a question right there on that two glasses of water in the morning when you first get up. Now, I was told, and I have done the experiment, that um, just drinking uh, at nighttime when you are asleep, the saliva, the aids in digestion, accumulates in the mouth. And if you use toothpaste, you wash out those essential nutrients that took you all night to store up in the mouth, whereas if you get up in the morning and drink a glass or two of water, then uh, you would take, before you brush your teeth, then um, the saliva in the mouth will help aid in digestion. Is there any truth to that? or how do, or, or, or I'm sorry, what have you found in the laboratory about saliva? Okay. This is what to do. That is as, as, because, as, as I told you, I have no opinion. If I don't know something, I know where to go for the answer. <laughs> I broke down. I broke down saliva, and I discovered that saliva has two components. It has amylase, and it has glycogen. Glycogen is what breaks down all the sugars that we that we consume, and amylase is what breaks down starch in order to start the digestive process in the mouth. When you have too much saliva in your mouth in the morning when you wake up, that is not good. It means your level of enzymes is very low because these two, glycogen and amylase, are enzymes, digestive enzymes, pre-digestive enzymes. That's why digestion starts in the mouth. I don't encourage people to juice too much because you are bypassing the first phase of digestion, the mouth. If you juice too much, you become very gassy. You become very bloated. That's why I don't recommend juicing too much. And then if you are gassy and bloated, you are not going to have enough nutrients because most of your nutrients are turned into gas Instead of instead of being circulated to the liver for storage for there from from there is going to be rationed to all the organs, so you are bypassing the process, and by 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 doing this, you are not properly nourishing yourself. So when you have too much saliva in your mouth, I am sorry, it's an indication that you are suffering from an enzyme deficit. If you don't have too much saliva in your mouth, that is excellent. But don't have dry mouth. Don't have dry throat. If you have dry throat or dry mouth, it is an indication that you are, you are not producing enough osmosis in your mouth or in your throat. Osmosis is a process where Water from higher concentration goes to areas that have a low concentration of water. And by this constant distribution of water throughout your body, every part of your body will be, will be well hydrated, will be well, well moisturized. People who have dry skin, people who have dry skin are suffering from lack of osmosis. People who have dry heels, dry hands, Dry, dry hair are suffering from lack of osmosis. So, the tip of the iceberg is 
the mouth. What goes on in the mouth reflects what goes on in other parts of the body. Mm, 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 mm. I, I'm glad because I got dry heels, so I'm glad I'm on mine. I'm getting started because I need to take care of that. I want some smooth feet rubbing up against my woman when I'm in the bed. You know what I mean, Dr. Nard? That's I'm just, correct. Just keep it real. Now, um, dealing also with the mouth. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry because I'm just on here talking. I got one more question, and I'm going to start opening the lines up. Uh, if you want to get a question in or you got something for Dr. Nardi uh, or, or Amsu or myself, even though I'm the rookie on the team, the call-in number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. I'm going to be opening the mics up in about uh, eight minutes. So please go ahead and raise your hand. Uh, call up 336-340. I do see you. You will be coming up first. Uh, big shout-outs to everybody in the call room, everybody call in from D.C., from Baltimore, from Atlanta, uh, from New York, people calling in from the Oakland, California, uh, Texas, Las Vegas, California, Toronto, Virginia. Just wanted to give you all a big shout-out and thank you all for lending you all support to us as we spread this message about symptometry. Now, Dr. Norton, I'm, and, and, and I'm glad I, you said I don't have a religion and I don't have an opinion. If I don't know, I know where to go get it. So I like to phrase my question, have you been to the laboratory or have people approached you about oil pulling? Where they take where they put the olive oil or they put some type of oil in their mouth and they swish it around for like thirty minutes. And the reason I ask that, not not like knocking oil pulling, but everybody and I want you to incorporate this in the answer too, with most of the people that I come in contact with think they can detox their way back to health. They think all I got to do is put some herbs in my body or I can just knock out all the badness, you know what I'm saying, or, or killing the, all the bacteria when it's good and bad bacteria. But I want you to speak on oil pulling first, and then what have been some of your experiences with fanaticism, people being fanatic in their health care, which could also lead to uh, bulimia uh, and those diseases like where people eat and they go throw it up because they're worried about gaining too much weight. But I want you to please speak on oil pulling first because somebody had asked that question last week and we didn't get to it. Yes. Um, don't forget that um, oil is an essential component of every plant and of every of, of every every biological creature. So we all produce oil. Fish produce oil, humans produce oil, and so on and so forth. Now, this is what you do. The kind of oil that certain plants produce, we have to go to the lab in order to know what kind of oil this is. The best oil is carbon-98. You have to find the sources of carbon-98. Oil is a source of carbon, and you have to know the kind of oil you are dealing with. If the oil that you are putting in your mouth, don't forget that oil is acidic. Oil um, is made of fatty acids, fatty acids. That's why oil is acidic. So you have to know the kind of oil that you are dealing with. If you don't know the kind of oil you are dealing with, then I'm sorry. What you are doing is folklore. 
folklore is where message or uh, some teachings have been passed on from generation to generation without any scientific basis. That is folklore. Many people are engaged in folklore. I am not interested in folklore. I am not interested in folklore. I would like to know what I'm putting in my mouth and what I'm putting in the rest of my body. So that is what I will have to say about oil peeling. It's nothing but folklore. I want to know what is in the oil that is there that I'm putting on my skin or in my mouth. Mm. And the reason that we found a symptometry is when I say we now, uh, now that the board is in charge, I cannot say I anymore. So uh, let me give them some respect for the good job that they have been doing. The reason that we found a symptometry is there are thousands and thousands of projects out there. We want our students to go to the lab and pursue one line of research. I am doing research on uh, oils from citrus fruits. What is the difference between the oil that I'm going to squeeze from the skin of uh, lemon, from the skin of lime, or from the skin of grapefruit? Let me analyze these three oils and see the difference and see how it reacts in different parts of the body and for me now to draw a conclusion. This is what, this is what makes symptometry science, investigative science. So it is this aspect of science that makes me push back the oil peeling concept as complete folklore until I've gotten enough results on each of these things that uh, I'm talking about, I will not draw a conclusion. Mm, okay. As far Thanks. as detox is concerned, there is garbage in different parts of the body. If you are detoxing yourself, what exactly are you removing? Detox. Detox means removing toxins from the body. That is detox. What kind of toxins are you removing? We have viral toxins. We have bacterial toxins. We have fungal toxins. We have protozoan toxins. Then in addition to that, we have debris. We have soft debris. We have tough debris. When you eat crabs, you eat lobsters, uh, you eat scavengers, you produce tough debris. There are different, different layers of toxins in the human body. In addition to all that, you have the different acids, carbonic acid, sulfuric acid, phosphorus acid, and phosphoric acid. Then after eating protein, you produce nitric acid. So when you are detoxing your body, what exactly are you removing? You see, I don't fall for charlatans. I don't fall for herbalists. I come from a long line of herbalists. Dr. Nate, I think for those people who have been to Ghana and have traveled from, uh, from Accra to Nsawam to Achimota, 
They know who I'm talking about. Dr. Nate was a her master herbalist. Wanted me to come and practice with him. I said, no, I'm not interested. And what, what did he die from? He died from palpitation. Heart disease. He could not cure it. I said, no, I'm not, go I'm not going that route. I'm not going that route. He had been suffering from palpitation for years. Oh, I will control it. Oh, I will control it. Oh, I will control it. You don't control a disease. You get rid of the root of the disease. And the root of the disease is at the cellular level. So if you are detoxing your liver, what exactly are you detoxing? You are detoxing your spleen. What are you detoxing? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm removing toxins from my colon. What exactly are you removing? If you cannot tell me, and you cannot say which chemical in the plant you are using to remove this, then I'm sorry. What you are doing is not scientific. And another thing about herbs that I know, because I've seen it in the lab, all the herbs that are there, I leave herbs alone. Because in herbs, the poisons have combined with the healing nutrients of the plant and with the sustaining nutrients of the plant. We have sustaining nutrients, we have healing nutrients, and we have poisons. The plants don't have feet to run from danger. So what do they do to protect themselves? They produce poisons. So if an herbalist cannot separate the poisons from the sustaining nutrients before he gets out, before he, he or she extracts the healing nutrients, I am sorry. I'm not going for that. The advantage about the particulates, the advantage about the particulates that symptometry prescribe is this. Most people do not know this. Today, let me share with you. The use of dilution and ethyl alcohol in tiny doses is what extracts poison from the plant before the plant is reduced to subatomic particles. This is what makes the particulate a scientific process. Do herbalists know how to extract poison from the herb before boiling it and giving it to a person to drink? My own brother, my senior brother, had prostate cancer. Instead of calling me to treat him, he went to an herbalist. He went to an herbalist in Accra, Ghana. This man gave him a potion. He drank it. The next day, his head was numb. His head was numb. This was where the wife called me and said, Hey, this is this what is happening to your brother. He went to the hospital. He was diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer. And uh, he, uh, there was somebody who gave him the name of an, of an herbalist. He went there, and this is what happened. He, he, he drank the potion last night. And this morning, he said it's numb. By 2 p.m., my brother could not blink. His eyes remained wide open. 
he could not blink. By 8 p.m., he developed diarrhea. He was dead by 2 a.m. Mm. This is what I'm talking about. If you want herbalists, go to those herbalists who are very good at their craft. There are very good herbalists out there. But don't go to those who do not know what they are doing. And when you suffer the side effects or the consequence of what you are doing, you have nobody to turn to. What is the name of the herbalist that my brother went to? Nobody knows. Mm. So mm. this is what I'm talking about, detox. What exactly are you removing from your body? If you don't know, then I would say go scientific. That's it. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. I'm loving that. That's a real story because when people have real stories to tell, not only their sickness but things happening to their father. You know what I'm saying? That's your own personal brother, and now you remember that very clearly. Somebody doesn't have to remind you, as well as my passion for being very exacting in things because my father passed away after giving most of his life, you know, helping to raise me. And here he was taking one doctor gave him a blood pressure medicine to make it go down. Another one made it go up. Somebody else was trying to treat the stroke. Somebody else was trying to treat cancer. And he had all these different things going on inside the body. And at the end of the day, he died from a simple case of pneumonia. That he would Please always get that. sick around the same time. He would always get sick around the end of October and spend Thanksgiving in the hospital at the Veterans Administration, and then he would be fighting that sickness. And then, but what I realized, hindsight, twenty twenty, they were stripping his immune system every year until that last year in two thousand two. He just didn't recover, and he never came home. You see. So I know exactly what you're saying about being passionate about um, what you're doing and making sure you check up on check up on the right people. Let me go ahead and get to the calls. I got some people who uh, probably was like, man, you said you was going to get to the calls. When are you going to get to us? Uh, caller from the 336-456. Oh, I'm sorry, 336-340. That's whining a little. Your mic is open. Can I get you? Uh, how you doing today? Jaqueta, I think she might have put herself on mute. All right, well, I'm going to leave your line open, uh, 336-340. If you want to come on the line, just go ahead and just take yourself off mute. Otherwise, you can press 1 and take yourself out of the queue. Call her from the 404-484. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, my name is uh, Tian, and I'm calling from Atlanta. What's going on, Tion? Thanks for calling in tonight. Okay, okay. Uh, well, my question is, is this. Uh, I start every morning off with uh, this liquid vitamin, Miracle 2000, and then, uh, you know, like uh, I've been drinking, you know, my fruits and juices, and uh, I combine all that with aloe vera and chlorophyll. Uh, is, is that good, Dr. Hardy? Um, here, is, here, is, here, is what, here is what you're that is what you are doing uh, that will eventually turn against you. Um, your addition of chlorophyll is what is not is what I will not recommend. Um, 
I went to, I will not mention the name of the store, but uh, I went to a very reputed store that is known for health and all that. I went there and bought the chlorophyll. I, went, I bought a bottle of chlorophyll. And, uh, and when I took it to the food science lab, that was, I think, two years ago, yes. And uh, it, it, has, it, has, it is a complex of magnesium. It is a complex of magnesium. And uh, there are five different kinds of magnesium in that chlorophyll. And uh, that, that, is, that, is, that is a magnesium overload. And then you, if you don't take care, you end up suffering from a disease that is caused by magnesium overload. You know, uh, we have a, we have a, a disease that are caused by potassium overload, calcium overload, and a disease that, that are caused by magnesium overload. Because of the presence of chlorophyll, you are not doing yourself a good service. I would yeah. recommend that you leave chlorophyll alone, because when I was studying when I was studying botanical science, we were we were taught that chlorophyll is good for healing. Yes, chlorophyll is good for healing. What is the dose that you have to take? Nobody told nobody tells you. How often you have to take it? Nobody tells you. What is the best time to take it? Nobody tells you. So there you are. You are all there by yourself, using common sense to make the, I mean to, to make yourself healthy. Well, our cells don't don't like common sense. Either you know what you are doing, or you 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 leave that you leave that item alone. If you don't know what you are doing, and you are just doing it because you feel good, there's not there's no such thing as feeling good with the cells. You have to know how much of it you have to take. You have to drink every week. Or every day. The best time to take it. Should you take it in the morning? And why? In the afternoon? Why? Bedtime? Why? If you cannot answer these questions, then I am sorry. You are not doing the right thing. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Uh, now I got uh, another quick question. Uh, may I ask it? Oh, absolutely. Come on with it. Okay, um, I take another product called uh, Monatomic Gold. Uh, do you know anything about that? Um, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Because uh, you know, okay. so one thing, I, one thing I want you to do is, I always encourage not only my students but people to be very enlightened, scientifically enlightened. When you read the ingredients and in Monatomic Gold, what are the ingredients that you read there? Tell me today. Yes, uh, it has a product called uh, Monotrace in it, and um, deposits from an ancient seabed that uh, supplies the monotonics. That this is yes. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. That's why I asked your question. Yes, yes. And trace minerals. I'm I'm looking at the bottle right now, sir. Good, 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 good. Uh, that's about and, it. And, and name and name all the trace minerals. <laughs> it doesn't list them. What are those? Yeah. It doesn't list them. Pardon? It doesn't list them. It just you know it says. Uh, it does not list them. 
Yes. If there's no list then, and you are taking something that has not list, uh, that has not listed the trace minerals, that's a booby trap right there. Got you. Got you. So I want you to be scientific, scientifically enlightened so that nobody takes advantage of you. The purpose of uh, uh, Coach Kaib's show is to enlighten people scientifically. Wow. There are people there running all kinds of scams, giving all kinds of psychedelic names to, to, to products. The FDA, the FDA cannot police all these things because, listen, how many inspectors are there in the FDA? There are fewer than 60,000. So how, how can you police all these things? It's only when somebody dies after taking a product or somebody had a stroke after taking a product that the FDA will step in. But so long as nobody has had this problem, well, you are just taking a chance. The purpose of symptometry is to promote scientific enlightenment so that you know what you are putting in your body, so that nobody, no one will lie to you again. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tion. No problem. Yeah, yeah, I got you on there, Dr. Nadia. I've been listening to you for the last five weeks now here, and, uh, you know, it's just something that uh, reaches me in my soul, hits me in my heart chakra that uh, you know what you're talking about. So, you know, uh, I, I just, I just want to, you know, heal myself and, you know, get better and, uh, you know, all that good things, all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everything you're doing. No, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank all right. Create a blast. Okay, thank you. Creator blessed. That's right, brother. Call on in. Um, talk to Dr. Nardi. Call him tomorrow. He be up at 7. You can't get up before Dr. Nardi. He, he, he <laughs> before Dr. Nardi. So, you know, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., seven days a day, seven days a week, that's on some old hip-hop. What do you say? I, I take seven MCs and put them in a line and take seven more before I go for mine. Woo, that adds seven more, and that's 21, eight up at the same time. Woo, Dr. Nardi, you ain't telling me you were a musician over there. You don't put all them sevens together. I love it. I love it. I ain't going to go too far into my numerology today. All right, I still got the lines open. Um, Tion, I definitely appreciate you calling for the brothers, because most of the time the sisters just be on the line, just be like, what about this, what about this? And the brothers don't be calling in, so much respect to you and Creator Bless for calling in, you know what I'm saying, with that question, because sometimes we brothers, because I think sometimes the brothers would be trying to do too much common sense healing sometimes. We hear something, and then we make a decision, and you and I just read this in one of the books, Dr. Nardi, about we making decisions on our diet. We're making cultural-based decisions on our diet. Can you talk about the dangers of making cultural-based decisions on your diet versus scientific decisions on your diet? Yeah, thank you very much. And one thing you have to understand is, it is this is this is what led to the enzyme charts and eventually to what to consume. I was I, I, I took mankind away from cultural culture-based diets, culture-based foods to eating scientifically. Don't forget that I'm originally from Ghana, where the staple food 
is corn and cassava. Corn and cassava. Now, <laughs> why is it that the life expectancy is only around 55? Why is there a life expectancy in Ghana? It's around 55. 55, 5, 5, or 60. 5, 5, 5 or 60. By 60, the person is already falling apart. By 60, the person is already falling apart. And then they turn around and blame, and blame, and blame witchcraft. Oh, oh, they, oh, they cast, they cast a spell on him. They cast a spell on her. And so on and so on. They turn around and blame witchcraft. The food that you eat in your culture is what will shorten your life expectancy if you don't apply science to it. Mm. And I came here, and what do I see? The same thing. It's barbecue time, 4th of July. What is there? Corn on the cob. <laughs> Corn on the cob. And then you take corn, you take it to the lab, what do you see? Cyanide. This is the difference between cultural eating in total ignorance and scientific eating where you deconstruct the item in order to know what else is in there besides what the nutritionist told you. Nutritionists always talk about nutrients, nutrients, vitamin C, oh, vitamin E, nutrients. What about the compounds in these foods that are killing people slowly but surely? All right. That's why, after compiling all these thousands and thousands of pages, I wrote the downside of nutrition. I, I put the, the, the SM chart together. And now you have what to consume to take mankind away from this culture-based eating. And it's not only about uh, black Americans or uh, 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 black Africans. It is also in the Mediterranean, the whole Mediterranean belt, stretching from, stretching from uh, 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 Morocco all the way to Greece and all that. All of them are suffering from, not all of them, well, some of them have migrated and all that, so that's okay. Most of them are suffering from thalassemia. They are so from thalassemia. What is thalassemia? Thalassemia is a blood disorder where the red blood cells are smaller than the average red blood cell. Tiny, 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 tiny red blood cells. It's coming from culture-based diet. Mm. Wow. I remember uh, when you talked about soy and how um, if you're not Asian, you shouldn't be eating it. When you came on, uh, when you came yeah, on yeah, the first yeah, show, yeah, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know some people, you know, call themselves Asiatic. A lot of melanin, melanin-rich people, due to the uh, teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Um, they say, "Oh, well, I'm I'm a I'm a Asiatic, so obviously he may be talking to me." And uh, to me, I put them under the category of the fanatical, cultural-based eaters, you know. And I, and you and I talked about 
how um, so many people are addicted. Everybody has so many ad- addictive behaviors, you know. And and to me, I love the concepts of Taoism, of how you need to be in the middle and and just balance yourself. Don't try to eat all the all the elephant in one bite. You cannot pass because you. It takes nine months to have a baby and takes two years to uh, become a doctor in symptometry. So some people may get frustrated when they come in and they never get started. And that that goes back to my first part about today is the focus. And people lose focus and they replace focus with frustration. Uh, What are some of the things that we do to ourselves, Dr. Nardi, habitually that you have found in your practice that bring in additional frustration instead of additional focus? Okay. Here is what I've I've observed. Um, We have the difference between body essentials and brain essentials. Most people are not producing the right brain essentials. Brain essentials include neurotransmitters, um, uh, activity regulators, activity activators, activity stoppers. And if you are not able to produce these brain essentials, you become you you be a victim of addiction. When you start a process, you see there there are checks and balances in the human body. In the brain, you have activators and you have stoppers. You feel like eating, okay? Your your carbon level is low, your sugar level is low. Your brain activators kick into high gear right away to the hypothalamus then this makes you hungry. Then you eat and eat and eat. Then when your level of sugar and level of carbon is adequate, the stoppers kick in in order to stop you from eating. You are not satisfied. But when you, your brain is so impoverished that you are no longer producing these, these activators and these stoppers, quantum physics will take place. In quantum physics, there, are, there is no emptiness in the human body. Where the right essential is absent, the wrong one will take its place. Mm. Where the right protein is absent, the wrong one will take its place. When the right cell is absent, the wrong cell, the tumor or the cancer cell will take its place. This is how it is. So if you study quantum physics and you don't apply it to health, you will never be able to understand how the human body works. That's why I founded Applied Quantum Physics, so that you extend it to the human body and know how the root of human diseases start. I will be, I will be running a symposium uh, in uh, uh, North Carolina, Greensboro, this coming, uh, I think, on the 14th, yes, on the 14th, and I'll be talking about addictions. People are addicted to sex. People are addicted to nicotine, cigarette. People are addicted to this. People are addicted to that. People are addicted to pornography. People are addicted to masturbation, and so on and so forth. Well, 
Go on with your addiction. But the cell that gave you life will take it away from you. The cells that give you health will give you disease. And if you don't stop it, well, your destiny is in your own hands. The cells don't care whether you are a baby or not. If it is time for them to take you out, they will take you out. So our, mass, our message is strict. It is stern. It is uncolored. And it, it is what it is. If you want to live on this planet, please know the rules. The cells make the rules. We don't make the rules. Our cells make the rules. So symptomatic went further to understand how the cells make the rules. And today, we are beneficiaries of this study. That's why I've not been sick in 22 years. My wife has not been sick. My children now know the benefit of not being sick. And they do their best, they do their best, they do their best. We talk about perfection. You ask the question, is there something like 85%, 60%? The objective is for you to be 100%. This is why even in in the constitution of this country, the United States, you have what is called a more perfect union. So, the goal is to become perfect. But we are not there yet. Years ago, you were 25%. Then you moved to 35%, 40%, 55%. It's slow, but keep going. The objective is to reach 100%. So in symptomatic, that's exactly what we are doing. We are not doing things differently. We are doing this in accordance to the pace of natural human life. The slow march towards perfection. When you come to the school, you have, you have all kinds of baggage with you. Uh, the way you were trained before you came to symptometry and all that, fine. We will be patient. We will be patient with you so that you compare and contrast. When you came to symptometry, you were awful. Six months later, you are better. One year later, you are much better. One year, two, two months later, man, you are better. You are better. You are better. You are better. And we will still remind you, when you become a professor of symptometry, don't forget what you went through also as a beginner. Don't push the students too hard. Work with them mm. step by step. Hold their hands. Call them. Encourage them. You see? That's what happened. One lady from Florida, I mean, uh, did not do too well. And she, even, even, though, even though she passed the, the exam, she did not do too well. And she felt so bad because she felt that, oh, uh, I've, I've disappointed Dr. Nati. Um, um, so she took, about, she took about two weeks off, and she called me uh, this morning and told me that, oh, well, I'm still there, and uh, please, uh, uh, my, my two feet are in the course, in the program. I will be there, but uh, guess that I was disappointed with myself. So I'm just taking some time off, and now I've cooled down. I've regained my composure. So I'm back now. 
So I said, listen, I'll be working with you. Now, you are far from being perfect, but you each closer and closer and closer. This is the answer to your 85% and your 90% perfection. Can I, make a, can I make a recommendation for people that are thinking of, you know, taking the, the uh, entrance exam? And that is is that they consider becoming a, a subject of symptometry and actually going through the actual process of, you know, taking the particulates and, and incorporating the diet, at least starting to do that before um, going through and trying to take that exam. I mean, because it for me, it was a, it was a, it helped me in the process because if I just thought, you know, I could just jump in just because of where I've been before and the college that I went to before and type of, you know, student I was in the past, you know, the centometry offers a different type of challenge because it's 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 so consistent and your my brain the way that it works today will work totally different tomorrow or the things that it gets today maybe on Saturday it will refine what I'm thinking today so we have to um, realize that we're as Dr. Nardi says we're taking these these gradual steps so just in a short amount of time you know we're able to see I'm able to see how I just change in the course of four days of basically of something that I, I was looking at maybe last Saturday. So, um, you know, I, I know people can be, you know, real eager to do that, but, you know, as, as Dr. Nardi says, you know, someone comes in and, you know, I've, you know, our, you know, based upon where we are, you know, the ego says, I know I can do this, you know. So it's like, do it. But... And then, really? and, and coach, and, and coach, let me add something very interesting. Um, the man who is talking to you today with so conf- with such a level of confidence was not the same person who who had the same <laughs> level of confidence in uh, in in July uh, because uh, he thought I was being too hard on him, you know, and uh, he thought I was pushing him too hard. Uh, no, I was not pushing him too hard. And uh, before I appointed him um, examiner, which is already a step in the right direction and shows that he's doing a good job already, um, I circulated, I Xeroxed the, his, uh, his exam paper, and I circulated to the board, and then they compared and contrasted his work in January and in, in July, between July and August, no, between July and September, with his most recent stuff, they said, wow, that's a lot of improvement. So they endorsed my appointment of him as an examiner. So this is what we do. Even though that you are not perfect, we help you to inch closer and closer and closer. And eventually you'll be better. So even though out of humility, he left that aspect out, I am bringing it in as a sign of encouragement to future uh, applicants to the College of Symptometry. Well, you know what I got to do then off of that, you know me. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, sir. Absolutely, right. absolutely, absolutely. We go ahead. We we give it out where it's due. We let people get up on their feet. All right, all right, all right, all right. Y'all go ahead and open them lines up. We got 30 more minutes tonight. We ain't doing no long after party. We're getting ready to just keep it mean and focused because the force is on the way. If you got some questions, you need to get them in now so you ain't got to wait until April the 14th. That's in Greensboro at the Greensboro Creative Center. 916th Street. The zip code is 27405. They have a Facebook fan page. Uh, Symptometry has a fan page. We got about 30 people on the line. We got about 30 people in the in the um, in the chat room. Please go over if you have not and join the Symptometry fan page. We doing we we got to get to 100. One month ago, that thing had nine people in it. Now it's got 73. We want to take that thing and drive it past 100. If we can't get to 1,000, if we can't get to 100, so that's what we want to do is show the support. Post it on your page. When these shows are done, go back and just get the link and put it on your page so your friends can say, what is that? And your answer is, well, just listen. Don't try. You ain't got to try to explain it to them. Or you can just tell them it's root cause. We're going to the receptors. We're attacking it where it's at. We're taking the fight to them. We ain't sitting back. We ain't resting. But please, please, please support the page. Come over there and say hey to Dr. Nardi. Say you heard him on the show last night. Say something. Put a picture of yourself up there. Put a picture of them ashy feet up there so you can have a before and after <laughs> picture, something like that. But that's only for those of us who got, you know, rough feet. I ain't got ugly feet, uh, Amsu. I ain't want you to picture that. My feet pretty. I just want them to be softer. All right, I got a couple callers on the line. The call-in number is 347-205-9089. First caller up, caller from the 267-235. You are live with Original Native Radio and Dr. Nardi of Symptometry. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace, this is Nefertiti, and I'm from Peace, Philadelphia. Peace, peace, how you doing? Where you calling from? Philadelphia. Woo, brotherly love in the building. How you feeling tonight? Good, and sisterly affection. Peace to Dr. Nardi. How are you? Oh, fine, fine, fine. If I did it, yeah, yeah, fine. I, I got my books. I've been studying. I've been reading. Um, I have a few questions about beverages. Um, yeah. What water should we be drinking? How can we prepare the parsley therapeutic drink, the watermelon juice, pineapple juice, and ginger drink? Ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute, hand clap, hand clap, great question, good lord. <laughs> That's a good student right there, Dr. Nardi. She got in her book, she ain't playing no games. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Now as far as as far as far as the as far as the the watermelon drink is concerned, that is that is what I that's what I prepare and then that's what I that's what I drink and then whenever I go somewhere that's what I carry with me so that uh I'm not uh, encouraged to drink something that is toxic and putting something toxic into my body. So, as far as the parsley drink is concerned, that would take some time. And uh, I, I think I will, the best thing I would do for you is um, um, it's very good for the kidneys. The parsley mm-hmm. drink is very good for the kidney. And uh, last time and uh, earlier, I mentioned the chlorophyll as a complex of magnesiums. And... Um, and uh, uh, what I forgot to add is that the chlorophyll that the, the gentleman is a tion, tion or so. 
uh, the chlorophyll that he got, you never know the source of that chlorophyll. But when you get chlorophyll from parsley, it is an excellent source of chlorophyll. And it does not lead to magnesium overload. So because it only had two different comp uh, magnesium complexes, that's why I like parsley. Parsley is good for the kidney because it's good for removing the blockages that are in the kidney. You see, look at your thumb. If you, if you have your thumb, look at your thumb. Look closely at your thumb. The shape of the kidney is pretty identical to your, to your thumb. And in that, in that structure, you have one million nephrons. One million. So they are packed in there like sardines, and this is how they filter blood. So if you have one blockage in there, you are going to cause a, a domino effect, a ripple effect, a ripple reaction throughout the whole kidney. Eventually, the kidney will be inflamed. This is how people suffer from nephritis. Nephritis means inflammation of the nephrons, the tiny, tiny machines that are in the kidney. By drinking the kidney drink, you are going to help your kidneys to function optimally. The first thing you do with, in order to prepare the parsley beverage is you buy a cast iron pot. You never prepare parsley in aluminum pot. Never, never, never. In other words, you commit suicide if you prepare parsley drink in aluminum pot. Because what about glass pot? I would glass glass pot glass pot is good depending on how much heat it can it can how much heat it can take. Okay. Because if you have glass pot and you know that uh you don't have the, the recipe yet. If you have the recipe, you know that it has to be on the fire, on, on flame fire for fifteen solid minutes. And then the process is continuing and continuing and continuing. I don't know how resistant the glass pot is. That's why uh, what we tested and was very efficient was the cast iron pot because it has several layers and it is conducted evenly toward the various layers. So this is what we do in science. We try different, 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 different things. And then we see we choose the best. And we have a reason for selecting the best. That's why we stuck with the cast iron pot. Two, even though glass is as good as cast iron as far as preventing the contamination of the parsley leaf and the chlorophyll, the advantage about this is uh, it allows villains to take place better than in glass pot. Villains is a process where the, 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 the nutrients that have been released after the ionic bonds have been broken, they combine with each other beautifully until you have the rare substance that will remove the blockages from your kidneys. 
is called valence. You see, so we are able, we are able to achieve the maximum amount of valence with the cast iron pot. So I said I, I, I extracted parsley differently, I mean separately, so that I would, I, would, I, would, I would discuss it with special emphasis. As far as watermelon is concerned, that is the simplest thing for you to do. Very simple. It, is not, it does not require a lot of uh, scientific thinking at all. All you have to do is remove the seeds, remove the seeds, all the seeds, remove the seeds, and if you have a few seeds left, that is fine. Uh, blend the whole thing, cut them into, into pieces. Blend the whole thing. The only difference with watermelon drink is that uh, after three days, after three days, it loses its therapeutic effect. Its therapeutic effect. It is very, it is very, very good. It is very, very good for supplying vitamin A. Vitamin A for the eyes. Very good. It's the vitamin A in watermelon are very, very good for the eyes. You see, and uh, and 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 uh, do that as far as watermelon is concerned. Um, do as you far use as the rind, pardon? Uh, do you juice the rind or just the red part? Do you, do you juice the what? I, I did not hear what you said. The, you should you juice the, the watermelon rind. Oh yes, yes, yes. You do that also. Yes, yes. Okay. But, yes. But uh, one thing I would advise you is, one thing I would tell you is, after three days, you know, uh, ginger after four days, ginger after four days, it loses its therapeutic value. Watermelon after after three days, all the vitamin A is gone. You are just drinking ordinary ordinary. Uh, it's not water, but it's just ordinary beverage without any therapeutic value. Mm-hmm. As far as as far as ginger is as far as uh, ginger is concerned, uh, we have I don't know whether you have the time to discuss that on the radio, but uh, if you have to discuss ginger, it's more it's more it's more detail to to prepare it. It's more okay. detail. I'll, I'll so I think uh, I think if if you can give me your email, I can email you the ginger recipe or. Send it to Dr. Abbott to send to email you the ginger recipe. Okay. Yeah, okay. And what about the water, Dr. Nardi? What what type of water should we be drinking? Well, um, there there is therapeutic water, but as I told you, you know, whenever I travel, I'll be going to Greensboro. Uh, whenever I travel out of uh, Chicago, in Chicago, I drink. Uh, Chicago is very blessed because the water from Lake Michigan is very clean, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, that that is what I drink. You, all you do is just you turn you turn on your tap water for about five minutes, and then you fetch water that you be drinking throughout the whole day, and uh, it's excellent. And uh, even three days water that we tested uh, had no impurities at all. I mean that is excellent, the Chicago water. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when I go to St. Louis, I go to other places. Uh, uh, I, I I prefer to drink uh, a kind of bottled water. Whose name I'm not going to mention on the on the air, because okay. I don't want to endorse people and then others will say, well, okay, uh, how come you did not endorse us? And uh, we, you know, all kinds of things. You know, there's jealousy out there and all kinds of things. I don't want that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Nardi, and thank you so much, Coach Kyer, for bringing this to the people. I really appreciate it. 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We're glad to do it. And um, you go ahead and get ready because the Coach Kaya show is going to be on the road in Philadelphia in May. So Wonderful. don't worry. We're getting ready to bring that heat to Philadelphia. So Wonderful. All right, make sure thank you have you yourself in the place. Thank you. I appreciate I, it. I plan to. <laughs> Peace and love. Michael, <laughs> thank you. All right, thank you. Caller from the 313, Detroit is in the building. Your mic is wide open with Original Native Radio and Dr. Nardi from Symptometry. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, this is Shamir from Detroit. Hello, can hey you hear there. me? Hey how you doing? I'm good. Hey. How are you? Hi, Dr. Nardi. Hi, hi, can you hear me? Um, I had a question about uh, anxiety and panic attacks and uh, depression. I have a good friend of mine who has been suffering from panic attacks for about 10 years, and when he went to the doctor, they gave him Zoloft, and he's been trying to transition off the medication by trying uh, natural remedies. He said that he someone told him to, to take vitamin B or something like that and a whole bunch of other things. Um, can you speak a little bit to why a person may have that or what's going on and what are some ways they could um, rid themselves of, oh, of okay. that? All right, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Zora, man, that is the wrong route right there. Um, chemicals are not supposed to be in the brain. And brain produce their own chemicals, not human chemicals, not laboratory-made chemicals. So vitamin B. Well, vitamin B, if you know how to properly nourish your colon, if you know how to properly nourish your colon, you are with uh, tribasic uh, calcium sulfate and tribasic calcium phosphate, uh, <laughs> and you get this from yogurt. Know how to, uh, know, know how to combine yogurt properly. Know how to, the different kinds of yogurts, I will show well, I don't know, but uh, let your enteric bacteria, there are 30 strains of enteric bacteria, and they produce enough vitamin B that you don't need vitamin B. The last time I took vitamin B supplement was about 10 years ago. I don't take vitamin B supplements. I know how to prepare yogurt in order to get tribesic calcium sulfate and tribesic calcium phosphate. And that's how I nourish my enteric bacteria. And I'm going to get all my vitamin K, all my folic acid, my vit- all the B vitamins, B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, and B12. Many people are suffering from uh, 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 um, anemia, the, the very serious anemia called, uh, um, oh, I've forgotten the name, um, Pernicious anemia. There you, go, there you go. Pernicious anemia. You know, and uh, if you are not producing vitamin B12, that's not good. You become very sensitive to foods. It's called food sensitivity. It results from lack of vitamin B12. You don't know how to nourish your colon. So that's why you you, you are taking these but these B vitamins. So the B vitamins that are, that you see on the shelves over there are man-made. Chemists went into the lab and they figured out something and they call it vitamin B. What our colons produce is totally different. 
it's better to go natural. So give the raw materials to your own enteric bacteria and sit and relax. And you see how your own enteric bacteria will work magic. Anxiety, depression, and panic attacks. This started from childhood. This started from childhood. If I am treating a person for anxiety and panic attacks, I go to the repertory for childhood. When that person was a child, that person used to be afraid. That person used to, I mean, so that, that person used to startle, you know, to startle or uh, to be afraid of firecrackers or you jump out of your seat when you hear a loud noise. Somebody, I mean, a, a, a glass just fell on the on the on the on the on the, on the chicken uh, on the kitchen floor, and then it it smashed. And that loud noise alone, or a balloon, a balloon burst, and the person, I mean, just jumps out out of the seat. This started from childhood. Also, watch. The same person was afraid of darkness when he or she was a child. He thought that there was there were ghosts in there. He thought that there were uh, that there were caricatures in there. All these show that your nervous system is congested. Ionize the blockages in your nervous system. If you don't ionize these blockages from your, from your nervous system, they will catch up with you in adulthood. They are not going anywhere. So that's why they will manifest themselves as anxiety, and has panic attacks. A brain essential produces serotonin. Serotonin is good for regulating the mood. It makes you happy, and when you are sad for a while, it, it improves your mood so that you can smile again, so that you look at the bright side of things again. That is what serotonin does. And a person suffers from depression when he is not producing enough serotonin. So you have to give the person the kind of right raw material to produce serotonin. So this is root cause therapeutics. Go to the root of the problem at the brain cell level and ionize the blockages from the brain cells. Ionize the blockages that are in the person's nerves that form the nervous system. And eventually the person will not suffer from panic attacks again. So this is how I cure panic attacks, I cure anxiety, and I cure depression. You don't need any Zola. You don't, you don't, you don't. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Shamir. You. you got any other questions? No, not at the moment. All right. Thanks for calling in. I'm not going to, I'm going to just mute your mic, but you're still on. If you want to have another question, just like press one twice and it'll bring it back up. Okay. All right, thank you. Caller from the 607, your mic is wide open. You are now rocking with the best with Original Native Radio and Dr. Nardi from Symptometry. Can I have your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace, this is Courtney. Good evening. Hey, yes, what's up, Courtney? Oh, I'm from New York, from upstate New York. I just had a quick question about um, color blindness. I just thought I would love to hear about what Dr. Nardi te- thinks and teaches and knows about Colorblindness. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it is very interesting. Uh, colorblindness. 
color blindness. You see, when children suffer from fever, people do not know that fever is the code for blood filth. Blood is dirty. Remove the different debris from blood. Don't give a child who has fever Tylenol. Unfortunately, this is what is being promoted. And people have been conditioned to accept this. It is wrong. Fever is a cold. If you don't remove this debris from blood, blood will begin to shove this debris into the areas that are considered to be soft spots. It could be the child's eye. The eye has several components. If some of the debris get into the cones and the rods of the eye, of the retina, that are in the retina of the child, is going to is going to disturb the signal transmission and reception in this part of the retina. As a result, the person will see everything gray, you see everything blue or green or white, depending on the rods and the cones that were affected. This is what causes color blindness. The person thought that you see some people, they wear a uh, uh, nice blue shirt, then red uh, uh, pants, and then green shoes. You think it's a clown? No, that's not a clown. That's going over there. That's, a, that's <laughs> the person who thought that he dressed well. He dressed smartly. <laughs> so this is what this, this, this is what happens about color blindness. So in symptomatry, we have the particulates that reverse color blindness. And uh, the only problem is that it, uh, it may take, depending on how much debris is in the in the cones and the and, and the rods of the retina, uh, it's a very slow process. So if the patient, if the if the if the if the if the person is not patient, if the mother is not or the parents are not patient, well, uh, they will stop the treatment. But it's best to 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 to, to address it because we have the particulars for that. Okay, so in an adult, you know, say of like 25 years of age, you're saying it'll just be, you know, a, a journey, a process of treatment, but that um, that it is possible to resolve that. Yes, yes, it is, it is, it is, it is, because uh, you see, you what we are doing is we are chipping things away one cell at a time. One at a time, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. That's what you do, and it's 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 very it's a very painstaking effort. So I want the person to be patient, and then when they reach the enzyme level, and the nerves are transmitting signals, and these signals have to go through certain uh, certain. Uh, certain trajectories, certain paths, there are enzymes in this signal. The person should not drink 
uh, any item that has citric acid. The person should not drink alcohol because alcohol denatures enzymes. Citric acid denatures enzymes. Certain, certain pharmaceutical products denature enzymes. So this is what you have to do in order to, uh, uh, in order to heal. Then the person has to sleep in a dark room. No light, no light in the room, and no television in the room, or if there is television in the room, make sure that you television three hours before you go to bed so that the radiation does not interfere with signal transmission or the stimulation of uh, the cells of the rods and the cones by the growth hormone. That is basically that what it is. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night. Okay, Thank you, Courtney. We'll see you next weekend. Yes. <laughs> All right. Call everybody needs to give us a call in. The lines are lighting up. If you want to hear some of uh, the Morty's answers, you got about three minutes to call in. 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. It will stop streaming in the chat room in three minutes. So you need to call in 347-205-9089. Let's go ahead and let me get a, uh, let me get my big brother in here. Seafood Willow, your mic is wide open. What's going on down there in Florida? Hey, bro, everything is lovely. How you doing, Dr. Nardi? Oh, fine, sir. Who is this? This is Jonathan down here in Florida. Oh, Jonathan, yes, 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 yes. Down in sunny Florida down here. Um, just had a couple basic food questions. Um, one is um, berries, like blueberries, strawberries, raspberries. And the other one um, I get approached with a lot in the health food store is about um, soaking your nuts, like almonds and, and um, <laughs> walnuts and all that. Does that, they say, does that release any enzymes to help you digest it better or is that just, you know, a urban legend myth? Okay, thank you very much. Um, one thing, one thing is you have to know the kind of phosphorus that produces blackberries. You have to know the kind of phosphorus that produces blueberries. And I, I, I leave, I leave this, I leave, the, I leave these berries alone because you have to know what a fruit is. If you don't know what a fruit is, then you. <laughs> If you are going for fruits because of their nutrients, you just then you don't know anything about fruits. A fruit is the waste basket of a plant. Mm. A fruit is a waste basket of a plant. Damn. Ow. <laughs> this is why the fruit carries the this why the fruit carries the nut. And then it falls in the ground, it falls to the ground, and then it decomposes, the pulp decomposes, and, and it releases the nut or the seed, and the seed germinates to become the next plant of the same species. You, you know, uh, that's the, the fruit does that. not, 
the, the, the plant does not need it. That's why it is hanging outside. It is not hanging inside. It is hanging outside. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. And that's how the that's how the plant actually reproduces itself. So it's really it's, it's having intercourse with the earth. That's, mm. that's the reproduction. So, so is that similar to like flowers and how they, you know, germinate, releasing pollen into the air and stuff like that? You see, um, as far as as far as flowers are concerned, they produce nectar, and the bees are there to 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 suck this nectar, in order to produce honey and all that. That is okay, because that is a process. That's a natural process. You have to know where to go for raw materials. The bees know where to go for raw materials. You were telling me about the enzymes in the nuts and all that. What kind of enzymes am I going to get from nuts? (laughs) Come on, seafood. You heard him. He said, what kind of enzymes is he going to get from a nut? Well... (laughs) Elementary, I would say nut enzymes, but scientifically, <laughs> I would have to say I don't know. You see, you see, listen, the nut, the nut has to produce enzymes because it is the next plant. It is a baby that is going to produce the next plant. So all the enzymes that are there are designed to help the next plant to grow. Here is my question. Are you a plant? No, sir. Then why do you eat plant food? That that, that is supposed to grow the baby of, 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 of the next plant. Why don't you wait until the baby has grown, has become a full plant, then you can, you know, pluck some leaves here and there, and then go and cook it? Hmm. Okay. Okay. I have. Don't forget that before I became a symptomatist, I used I, I used to, to 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 dabble in all this folklore until my acne would not go away. I had acne for thirty six years. At first, when I was fourteen, oh well, hey, that, that's what teenagers teenagers stuff. Sorry, teen. okay. I was. I'm not twenty. Still acne. 30, still acne. I had acne almost every week. So what did I do? When I stopped eating nuts, I started removing excess lactic acid from my blood, and all the acne vanished. Today, I have a very smooth face. I used to have razor bumps. You shave once, and razor bumps will overpopulate your chin. And today, I shave without any razor bump. I stop eating nuts. Um. So, 
So when it comes to fruits, when it comes to fruits, eat a few selected fruits, and I, I listed them in what to consume. Eat a okay. few select fruits. That's it. Leave all the rest. I'm treating, I'm treating children who have diarrhea after eating fruits. And then nutritionists nutrition, nutrition say, oh, it's good to eat fruits. It's good to eat fruits. Oh, yeah? It's good to eat fruits. And then this child has diarrhea after eating, after eating apples. So if you, can, if you don't have an enzyme deficit, I would recommend that you build an enzyme surplus every day. And you build an enzyme surplus. Look at crocodiles. Look at crocodiles. They swallow everything whole, including the feces of, the, of, of, of their prey. Do they die? No. Because they always produce an enzyme surplus. Humans are the only creatures on this planet who do not know how to produce an enzyme surplus. That's why we came up with what to consume so that you learn how to produce an enzyme surplus. I'm going to have a bomb out on that one right there. One moment. One more. Um, I think I read about this somewhere about the um, gluten-free diet is sweeping across the health food industry like a you know a rampant epidemic where everything mm. has to be gluten-free for it to be healthy. Now, how how valid is that? Uh, it is it is it is pathetic. It is pathetic that. Uh, I treat people who have celiac disease. Mm-hmm. Celiac disease are people who cannot eat. Anytime they eat something that has gluten, they have severe stomach pain, they have headache, some have diarrhea, and so on and so forth. So what do I do? I give them the particulate. I give them some particulate that helps them to digest gluten. They don't have stomach pain anymore. There was a woman who had stomach pain. She only had stomach pain between 2 and 5 in the morning. She would be fine all day and part of the night. Only between 2 and 4 in the morning before the stomach pain would kick in. She tried everything. Nothing worked. So somebody said, okay, uh, give Dr. Nati a call. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. All right. I asked her to eat foods that contain, that have gluten. What? <laughs> I will not be able to sleep. I said, no, no. Eat it. Here is why you have to eat gluten. Gluten in the human body we combine with salt in our blood so that we produce more digestive enzymes. So it's good for you to digest gluten. If you have people who encourage you to eat gluten-free diet, those people are not doing you a favor. They are doing you a great disservice. 
most of the foods that have nutrients, good nutrients from our, for our body, have gluten. And if you stay away from all these nutrients or the, all these foods, your cells will be impoverished. If your cells are impoverished, how can you produce brain essentials and body essentials? You cannot. So, in other words, you are condemned to be sick and sick and sick until you die. Symptometry says, no, you are heading in the wrong direction. We will give you the particulate that will help you to digest gluten optimally so that you'll be able to extract more nutrients from these foods. And once you're able to extract more nutrients from these foods, you'll be able to expand your list of foods that you can eat. And you'll be healthier. We, want, we talk about health. Health, health. How to make a person healthy. We don't condemn a person into the disease column. You have celiac, you, have, you must have celiac until you die. That's the difference. Dr. Nardi, could you uh, speak on, because he, he made a statement also about, you know, you know a lot of the, the health fads and things that are going on right now. Could you speak on um, coconut oil? You know, that seems to be a, a big, a big, um, your question again. I also find out, I also find that people are all around, you know, everywhere in the in the health professionals, everyone is on these on coconut oil and and could you uh, okay. speak to the effects of it? Yeah, thank you. Heart disease is very <laughs> common among coconut oil eaters. What is in coconut that makes heart disease? so common, so prevalent. Well, you have to deconstruct coconut oil. Coconut oil does not have carbon 98. Even though it is very low in saturated fat, very, very low in saturated fat. You see, certain nutritionists just hang on to one idea and then they promote it and then they jazz it up you don't have to condition people into accepting it. I'm sorry. I'm a scientist. I go beyond that. If you use coconut oil, you are going to be in big trouble because, one, it has nutrient blockers, vanadium and molybdenum, nutrient blockers. Even though you may, be, you may see the benefit of coconut in one area, it is causing damage in six other areas. So why should I accept something that is good for my hair and is good to make my skin dry? <laughs> so you look at the totality. As a scientist, I look at the totality of it. Then I weigh the pluses and the minuses before I make a recommendation. If mm. the pluses outweigh the minuses, I will recommend it. 
If the minuses outweigh the pluses, I will never recommend it. And I will give you my scientific reasons. Period. You think it's easy to be healthy from January 1st to December 31st? Year after year after year for 10 years? For 20 years? You think it's easy? A lot of science was put into this to make it sound easy. It's not easy. It ain't never easy. That's the good part. It ain't easy. That's why we started talking about focus tonight. For those who want to put in the work, then they get the reward. I look at all healing arts as they got their own protection. Like you said, the plants produce poison. Sometimes when you do these, uh, when you do these arts, you know the people who they say, "Well, these, what will these people think of me if I start studying symptometry?" They'll stop hanging around you. Sick people don't want to hang around people who feel good. People who feel good want to hang around people who feel good. Sick people want to keep hanging around themselves. So that's the first thing you got to do, just like poverty and, 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 and money. The first thing you got to do to help the poor is what? Don't be one of them. So the first thing you can do to help the sick is to stop being one of them. So I'm all for yes, the hard work. Thank you, Dr. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Here is, here is something that you, you people do not know about sickness. Here is something that people do not know about sickness. When you are sick, you produce more negative vibrations than positive vibrations. Ooh. When you are sick, you produce more negative vibrations than positive vibrations. This is why it's not good to be sick. And then when you are sick, then you, you're, uh, and then you, you associate with other sick people, it will take you a long time to be well because you have surrounded yourself with negative vibrations all day, all night. Mm. Look at people in nursing homes. They will never, never get better. Never. Got to know that. I know last week you said they leave the lights on all the time. How are you going to get better oh, if you always got the lights on? Please, drive, drive by any nursing home. Please drive. Just drive by any nursing home, please. Every room has a light on. I'm getting ready to get them. Cut me a light off right now. Do <laughs> <laughs> show over here. The only thing I want to see is a computer light right here. Uh, Willow, stay on the line. I'm gonna leave your mic open in case you want to come back in and chime in. I gotta get to some more callers. Their lines is lighting up. Thank y'all for calling in and participating. Let's get it. Call from the three five two. Your mic is wide open. Let me get your name and where you're calling from, please. Peace, Coach Kanye. This so boring, man. I was in the chat room, but I had to call in. He's going in heavy right now, man, and I had to <laughs> laugh. I had to laugh when he said every light in the nursing home is on. I used to drive an ambulance. And uh, and I used to go to a nursing home, and he's completely right. Every room, they keep the lights on in, in nursing homes all the time, and no one in there is getting any better. So I know that for a fact. That's the actual fact right there. But uh, the reason I called is I wanted to ask a question, because earlier he spoke about uh, yogurt. And he said, of course, it's, uh, you know, I've always heard that it's good for your intestines, it's good for you, you know. So I just want to know what type of yogurt. I mean, they got all kind of yogurts out there. And, um, I mean, like I had put earlier in the chat, man, I feel like everything I'm eating 
is no good now. I don't even know what to eat now. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, a, and a part of that, you know, as far as you know, adding on to about the thing with the yogurt, does does the doctor have a book that that he has, you know, with specific things that we can eat that ain't that's not going to kill us? Because I mean, like I said, I don't know what to eat now, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right. Since you are on the Coach Kair show, you are going to get it. <laughs> we definitely get it. Okay, so I'm going to show you how to produce tribasic calcium sulfate and tribasic calcium phosphate mm. so that uh, you continue to repop- repopulate your, your colons so that you produce the 30 different strains of bacteria. Have you heard of people who who bleed from the rectum all the time, dysentery, bleeding, bleeding from the rectum? Yes, they are not producing vitamin K. That is a code for them. For their, that's a code telling them that they are not producing enough vitamin K. Have you heard of people who have colon cancer? Yes. If you do, it's because they never had enough of the good bacteria called enteric bacteria to produce phenol. Phenol is a raw material, is, is a chemical, is the number one uh, antise- uh, antiseptic, number one disinfectant in the world, in the whole world. It's called phenol. It kills the cancer-causing bacterium called streptococcus. It kills them on contact. So if you want to have good colon, healthy colon, it's not colon irrigation or colonics that does that, no. Produce the 30 different strains of good bacteria. And these good bacteria will work throughout your whole body. That is the beauty of this enteric bacteria. They will remove plaque from different parts of your body. Before I touch on this, I went, my wife and I, we went to see a dentist uh, two weeks ago uh, to do my dental work. And after examining my, my gums and my teeth, he said, but, I mean, he used, he used uh, his instruments to get into between my teeth, up and down. He didn't see any plaque in there. And he looks at my gums and said, your gums are very healthy. Well, so are you going to do the work on the bicycle? There's nothing for me to do. Honestly, okay. And he he tried to I mean he, he got in between my, my tooth my, my two of my teeth on the on my on the front and he said, Here it is. There's no plaque there. He tried he scraped another part again. Here it is, there's no plaque. Okay. This is what I'm sharing with you. I have not been to a dentist since 1993. <laughs> I only went to a dentist two weeks ago. You remember I, used to, I, I told you that I used to have bad breath, filling the whole apartment, filling the whole living room and all that? Yes, that was me. And today, look at me. I have not had plaque because I know how to remove plaque out of my whole body. Out of all the arteries and blood vessels, I know how to remove plaque. 
So today, I'm going to show you what to do. You buy plain yogurt and you buy vanilla yogurt. You buy plain yogurt and you buy vanilla yogurt. Mm. And this is what you do. You take your plastic spoon. You scoop five plastic spoons of plain yogurt and one plastic spoon of vanilla yogurt in a in a in a teacup or in a plastic in plastic cup whatever and then you co- put the two together you stir them stir 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 keep stirring for two minutes i know your hand will be tired but well that is the best way to do it Keep stirring for two minutes. And then you let it sit for 15 minutes. Don't eat it right away. Let it sit for 15 minutes. Violence will take place. The same thing that I use about uh, the same term that I used when I was describing parsley, this is also what I'm using here. Violence would take place. Combinations would take place. This is how you produce tribasic calcium phosphate and tribasic calcium sulfate. These are the two raw materials that your enteric bacteria will use to produce vitamin K, all the B vitamins, Folic acid for cell division. Phenol, number one antiseptic. Scatol and stercobilin. Because sometimes you see people who have, whose stool is black. Well, you are not a doctor, so you are not aware of this. But people have black stool. People have stool as white as clay and all that. Well, that is a problem. And if you have bad breath, that is coming from the intestine. Like the way the, that the one I used to have, the bad breath is coming from the intestine. That is the most terrible kind of bad breath a human being should have. Yes, your intestines are telling you that, hey, you left us out. We are here too. Give us nourishment. And here you are. You don't know how to nourish them. Then you go to the store and you go and buy uh, 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 yogurt with, with lime. You go to buy yogurt with strawberries, yogurt with, with, with pecans. You eat yogurt with this. You don't know the kind <laughs> of yogurt to buy. Mm, and, and, and Dr. Nardi, and then add the chicken with the sulfamethazine and the sulfamethazine. Oh, it's over. Your life is over. <laughs> That's powerful. Could I just ask? Could I uh, ask one more? And, one and more I give it to you. I give it to you because you're on Coach Kyle's show. Hmm. And, I, and I definitely appreciate it. If I had a bomb button, I would, I would be pressing it right now. But uh, oh, you, hey, you ain't saying nothing. You ain't saying nothing. That's all you want right there. <laughs> That's definitely what's up right there. 
But uh, is it possible if I can just I can just ask one more quick one more quick thing? Yes, sir. Come on. Okay. What about the? Um, I mean, I've tried. <laughs> it's funny because I I had to laugh too because I tried the coconut oil. So I guess I have to put that back in the cabinet. So now my next thing is, what about the raw organic uh, local honey? Is is what I've been using in my uh, uh, toxic herbal tea. <laughs> the, 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 best, best, the, 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 the best form of honey that I will I will recommend because one thing is you will never know. You remember when I was talking about herbs? I said uh, if you, you have to know how to remove the poison from the from the you have to separate the poison from the sustaining nutrients and then from the healing nutrients and all that. The same thing also applies to honey. Some uh, some uh, some. Uh, bees, bees get their nectar from toxic flowers and from non-toxic flowers. Hmm. My wife um, has a very severe reaction after eating uh, honey. So I use her as my gauge for determining the kind of honey that I bought. If she has a very funny skin reaction, I know right away there are many toxins Bees uh, prepared this honey with a lot of toxic flowers, nectar from toxic flowers. Mm. So I this is, <laughs> so what I do was what I did was I started using spawn honey. The spawn honey is not it's not brown at all. It is it is beige. It is beige like. And when I started using it, I discovered that. My wife did not have a reaction. So what did I do as a scientist? I took it to the lab and I tried to find out the difference between spawn honey and the regular honey, which is brown. What did I find? The kind of toxins that are in the brown honey that you buy are not found in the spawn honey. So the process of producing Spawn honey made spawn honey healthier than the ordinary brown honey that you see on the shelves. Mm-hmm. So that's why the spawn honey is more expensive than the brown honey that you see on the shelves. Thank you, Dr. Mm-hmm. I would recommend. I would recommend if you want to sweeten something, I would recommend uh, spawn honey. Uh, well, I appreciate that because I believe I might. I might have something good. I think I might have that right, uh, honey, because it's actually, like you said, it's beige. It doesn't. It's Correct. Not, it doesn't. Correct. Correct. It's not the right. They and because um, I just had to go in the kitchen and get it, and they and um, I'm looking at it, and it said it's naturally raw, and and it, and it was never heated. It's not filtered, and it's not That's drained. Correct. That's it. So it so it said it has the vitamins, minerals, enzymes, and there you go. And it said it contains the pollen, the propolis, and the honeycomb is all mixed, there you go. mixed inside of here. So did so it I, confirm I, what I said? Yeah. Okay. I do, I, that's I, why it's, that's it, why it's always recommended that you use science to make your decision. Don't never base your decision on folklore or uh, I read somewhere or uh, this one said this. No. Go to the lab. The lab is there. <laughs> <laughs> you something else, Coach Man. I really appreciate this, man. You really doing a good service 
by having the um, having the doctor on here and sharing this this information with us because uh, you know what it is. The more we seek information, we actually end up leading ourselves to the right information because a lot of things that we we feel like may be uh, information is just it's not necessarily good information. And so this here is um, is definitely appreciated, and I and I really do appreciate it because. I've been trying to change the things that I eat and drink more water. And the more that is, you know, I'll use one product, then I find out that product's no good. Then you hear about a raw agave nectar. Then you hear that's no good. So, you know, this here, we, uh, I, well, I can say I know, and I know a lot of people really appreciate you having uh, Dr. Nardi on your show. And um, I, I, I would definitely be giving him a call. Because I keep hearing him mentioning that he has the, uh, you know, the particulates. So I guess that I need to get with some of these particulates to get them working within my system to uh, to uh, optimize myself and get and get to 100%. Because I know I'm probably not at 100%. You know, I'm definitely trying to get into more meditation and being calm and and and, and interacting with the mind, with the body. Because I know it has to it has to work one. You know, it has to be a, a a complete conjoining of all. I can't just eat good and my mind's not good, or I'm not at peace. So that's you know something I'm trying to incorporate. But I I definitely appreciate the uh, the information that the doctor just uh, just shared. So I guess I have one thing in my kitchen right now that's good is the actually <laughs> raw honey. So <laughs> so I'll just be eating this and nothing else, and just drinking some water or something like that. So I. I appreciate it, Doctor Nard, and I appreciate but, you, Coach. But you see, you see, this is, you see, so, so, sometimes, 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 every, when when people see the way I eat, it's it's a bit funny. I mean, what, what, what do I have for breakfast? I have hot water. I put some sponge honey in there. I have uh, a long French bread with some pineapple jam, and that's breakfast. They say that's what you eat for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to eat for breakfast anymore. <laughs> I have not. I have nourished myself. I've nourished myself to the maximum point where I will not be hungry until three o'clock or four o'clock. Last time I said, "Oh, I've not eaten my lunch yet." I, I've not eaten lunch yet. And then uh, they were saying that uh, 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 the Doctor Abbott was saying, "Doctor Abbott, it's four o'clock." It's almost time for dinner. <laughs> it's almost time for dinner. If you know, I, <laughs> I said, "Well, I, I didn't feel hungry." So if you know how to eat scientifically, your cells don't break down very often. And if your cells don't break down very often, you will not have too much plaque in your blood mm. vessels. So. So the plaque, the buildup of plaque, is what is what leads to the disease. Is, is, yes. Is what you're because this is what happens. Plaque will keep building in your blood vessels. People who eat coconut and all, peanut and all that, they will keep building the blood vessels until you have stenosis, narrowing of the blood vessels, narrowing. The plaque is getting thicker and thicker and thicker. Now, very a very small amount of blood is able to squeeze itself through that narrow passage. And you are going to deny certain parts of your body of 
maximum supply of blood. And since blood carries nutrients, and you are not getting enough nutrients to those areas, what are you going to do? Those, those cells will start starving. And this is how you have organ diseases. This is how you have heart disease. This is how you have liver disease. Because the amount of blood that is going there to certain areas is smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. Yeah, this is this is heavy information. and I, I mean, I've I got so many questions that I can ask, but, I mean, I know you got to get to more callers, but, but that's just... That's as heavy. Now, should we cleanse? You know what I mean? Should we try to cleanse our liver? Is that is that proper things to do? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> right. That's that's <laughs> right. That's what. There was a man who was suffering from hepatitis, chronic hepatitis, and uh, he called me. Somebody said, "Call Doctor Nadi." He called me and I asked him, "What has he been doing?" Oh, he went to the herbal store and he's been buying uh, milk thistle. Make this for the liver, but anytime he goes for checkup again, they say, "Oh no, 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 no! He, he, the, the hepatitis level is even higher now." Oh, so, so then I ask him, "So you use you use a herbal product to clean your liver?" Then he himself was laughing. He said, "No, you know, Doctor I'm here because what I was doing was not working. That's why I'm here." So who, I said, who gave you the idea to use milk thistle? Oh, no, I read it in the book. I read it in the herbal book about the, the liver. So I said, so you were self-medicating? I said, okay. All right, now that you failed, let us see what you can do. And after one month treatment, he went and he had a test, and he showed that he didn't have any hepatitis in his blood anymore. So I say, mm. yes, this is what you do to ionize the blockages from all the 24 segments of your liver. And then you have removed the growth factors that retained the hepatitis virus. This is how you address the root of the problem at the cellular level. Mm. Hey, self born, you got to come on back next week. I got you tuned in because I got about six callers in hand. I know they over there like, daggone, self asking all yes, the questions. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, doctor. Thank you, coach. Yeah, Absolutely. I just want. Um, I also want to add one thing in to the uh, the kind of like veggie back what self was saying. Don't get frustrated and beat yourself up because you're not where Dr. Nardi is at. Dr. Abbott tells me all the time, he said, Kaya, he's been doing this for over 20 years. Take your time. Right. Don't beat yourself up. You know, well, I ain't going to be able to eat nothing. Oh, Lord. That's just as bad as saying, I'm going to go out and get a pig's foot. You know what I'm saying? Don't beat yourself <laughs> up. Take your time. Study. Get the book. You didn't know no better. You had a positive attitude. So positive energy also transforms things that are coming into your mouth. So don't condemn all the food that you have in the in the uh, in the house either. Don't walking around starting starting to be very condemnative about things too. Stay relaxed. Lighten up. Lighten up. Lighten up. You know what I'm saying? Look, I we ain't even caught up with uh, 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 Dr. Abbott, uh, brother Amsu. So. Just, just, just be easy on yourself. Let me get my next caller. Four zero four five five one. You're on the air. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? 
Hi, Kyrie. This is Demetria. Hey, what's going on, Ma? What up, love? Um, I have a question. How are you, doctor? Oh, fine, fine, fine. Awesome. Um, my question is about um, the cell power. You know, these drops that you put, like, in your water, and it's supposed to go directly into your cells and, you know, eradicate whatever. What's your take on that? Well, you see, as a scientist, I want to see the evidence. And if a person is sick, I want to see how this how this product in water is going to help the person to heal. If it does not help the person to heal, then I would like to see uh, a disclaimer. If there is no disclaimer, then I'm going to hold the manufacturer of that product to account. That's all I do. I want to see results. If I don't see results, and so far, I have not seen many results. The only results that I've seen are with H1206 that a man in uh, North Carolina is producing called Mr. Cleanard Henson. That is the result that I've seen. Um, and many others, these items are not, are, not, are not producing results. There is a lady who, after drinking um, water, which I'm not going to mention because, uh, you know, I do not want to ruin their business, uh, uh, started suffering from severe bone pain. I asked her, please go back and read all the ingredients that are in this water. Not only the product, all the ingredients that are in the water. And then she discovered that, Dr. Nadi, it has three different kinds of potassium in it. I said, bingo. That's why after drinking this water, your hips have given up. Your hips are now failing. Your, even your hips cannot carry you anymore. And the same thing also applies to another person who was having uh, 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 bone pain in the ankle area. You know, how can you walk when your ankles are hurting so bad? The same problem. The kind of water the person was drinking. Go back and read the, the ingredients in that water. So as far as water is concerned, well, it's time to make some bucks, a few bucks here and there, and uh, time to market your products. I understand. But please read the fine prints and know the ingredients that are in this water. Cell power, cell power, cell power. Well, people are talking about cells now because symptometry is leading the charge as far as cells is concerned. So people who also want to join in and use the word cell. Do you know really how to nourish the cells? If you don't know how to nourish the cells, then I'm sorry. Don't disgrace yourself. Don't, don't try it. That's all I have to say. Okay. Okay, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Do you have another question? Um, sure. So what should one use to, um, if they're doing an actual detox, if juicing is too much and certain herbs produce their own poisons? Or, so what do you use when doing a detox? 
No, you see, how do I how do I treat HIV in order to put the person on the road to recovery? How do I do that? It's one of the things that I'm going to discuss in in Greensboro, North Carolina. I I don't use the word detox. I use the word sanitize. Mm. Okay. Because I know what I am targeting in the blood. I know what I'm targeting. And I am not leaving the lymphatic system out because the lymphatic system runs parallel to the circulatory system. So when you are when you are removing garbage from one, you have to remove garbage from the other. It's automatic. Uh-huh. So I use the word sanitize. Okay. Okay? All righty then. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, love. Peace. Caller from the 702-439. Your mic is live. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace, Coach. Peace, Doc. This is Sister Ignite. Coach, how are you? Oh, oh all is well. All is well. Sister Ignite, this is Dr. Narvi. Dr. Narvi, this is Sister Ignite, like Ignite a Fire. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> Peace, Dr. Nardi. Uh, my question is, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia due to, like, some other things. I ended up having to have surgery on my liver, and they also removed my gallbladder. So what would you recommend that I do eat, or what would you recommend that I stay away from? <laughs> fibromyalgia. Yes. That's a big name, and they never cured it. It's never. And then, like, because I, I was the victim of a gunshot wound. That's why I ended up in the hospital, and I had liver issues. So I know it could be associated, but I refuse to take their medicine. I have, like, changed my diet. I try not to eat certain things. And, you know, I try to do a bit, the best I can as far as eating and drinking, you know, water and, you know, all those good things. But the pain has yet to subside. Yes. This is what you do. This is what you do. Uh, fibromyalgia It's a big name. But all it says is all the fibers in your body are inflamed. Okay. Your bone fibers, your nerve fibers, your muscle fibers, they are all inflamed. And pain is raging and tearing you into pieces. Is that not your condition? Yes, and I can feel it. Yeah, I know, I know. So... What I do for fibromyalgia, okay, first of all, what can what can you do? When you buy the book, What to Consume, mm-hmm. it is, you will see that it says uh, pain or inflammatory diet. You stay away okay. from potassium. So okay. if I'm treating you, I will give you the list of the items that have too much potassium so that on the day you eat one, you don't eat the other one. Okay. You see, you have to be very selective. But since I'm not treating you, I'm just giving you generalities, you know, general ideas, general things about how to how to avoid the booby traps here and there. Mm. I don't recommend any drug for your condition. No drug whatsoever. Yeah. whatsoever. 
Yeah, I don't take absolutely any drugs that they have tried to give me. My doctor, he doesn't recommend it. He's with me as far as not wanting to take any drugs. So that's a, that's a good thing because he doesn't try to force absolutely anything on me. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm very respectful of, of, of other professionals, but uh, sometimes when, when it goes too far, I have to stand my ground to say um, you are not heading in the right, right, in the right direction. That's all I have to say. Yeah, so no drug cures fibromyalgia and will ever cure fibromyalgia. The best thing is you need scientific knowledge in order to know the foods that have too much potassium so that you avoid these foods because they remove cortisol from every part of your body. And once cortisol is removed, you have inflammation. Mm. Okay. Okay, so that would explain, like, once I get my lift down, it would explain why on certain days it's probably worse than others because I'm probably That's correct. That's yeah. correct. And then the food you eat will make your condition worse, and the yeah. food you, you the, and then there are certain foods that when you eat them, your condition will not, will not, be, will not be too bad. So this right. is what you do. But the best thing for you is to sanitize your blood. Okay. Sanitize your blood. Sanitize your blood. Remove all the debris, all the inflammatory products that are circulating in your blood. Remove all of them periodically, periodically, periodically. And you don't have any herb or any substance out there to remove them. You have to come to symptometry. I am not drumming up business for symptometry. No, that is not my intention. But right. I'm telling you the fact that you yourself, you have tried it, and you, are, you see that you are stuck in a hole. You are stuck in a hole. And very painful. <laughs> very painful. Okay. Well, I, I do. Um, I, I am aware of the site. I have been on the site, and I will definitely be contacting you. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Dr. Nardi. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Make sure you give Dr. Nardi a call. I'm telling everybody, pick up that phone. Don't just wait till Tuesday. He working seven days a week. He don't just work just these three hours on Tuesday. So give him a call tomorrow. He'll be he'll he'll be there. And if he don't, he will call you back. Peace. Uh, caller from the three one three, Shamir. Are you back on the line? You want to ask another question? Yes, a really quick question, Doctor Nardi. I heard heard you talk about the harmful effects of coconut oil. Um, what about coconut water and coconut milk? Is, do they produce the same negative effects also? Well, I would just like to answer this question by asking a few, another question. If you are drinking something that has apple in it, you are going to have all the characteristics of an apple in whatever you are drinking. So the molecule that you see in apple, you see it everywhere that has apple. So if you have coconut water and you test coconut water, here is the difference. The amount of ingredients that you find in the coconut meat will be less in the coconut water, much so in the coconut milk. It's the quantity that is reduced, not the presence of the nutrient blockers or the health disruptors that are in the coconut. So drinking coconut water is acceptable for a while. Drinking coconut milk 
has more of the coconut meat in it. Okay. So if you go to Jamaica, you go to a tropical beach somewhere, and the natives or the indigenous people are selling coconut water, I personally I will not drink it. But if you smash the coconut in front of me and I see you getting water out of it, that is worth drinking because I saw you in my own eyes. Right. As far as yeah. coconut milk is concerned, if I milk it myself, well, I will think twice. But if I have not milked it and it's on the store over there, it's, it's on the shelf, I don't know what else is in it. I don't know what else they put in it in order to extend the shelf life of that coconut milk. Mm. You, see, you see, I'm sorry, as a scientist, I look at things very critically. Because what goes into my mouth and through my mouth to my digestive system will never, never come back, will never come out the same. So I have to be very, very careful what I put in my system. I suggest that you do likewise. And Shamir. Yes. Dr. Nardi is a Virgo rising, has Saturn in his first house. And his son is in his ninth house. So put that on your on your astrological homework and watch how that starts to make sense. Since he's very critical of Virgo is Virgo is I analyze and your rising sign makes up eighty percent of the person. So Dr. Yeah. Donardi says, I am a scientist. I analyze. And then he has Saturn in the first house. First house is I am. And what is Saturn? Rules, regulations, restrictions, and contracts. Also your spiritual father. So when he obeys, he benefits. So um, we definitely, because Dr. Nardi, we've been checking out your astrological sign, too. Yeah, I realize that. I realize that. I realize that. And uh, right. well, you, you've done such a marvelous job because sometimes I do not understand. I do not understand uh, uh, certain parts of myself. What what drives me? I mean, to be to be so critical, so to be so analytical. You know, what drives me to that extent? And not knowing that well, uh, I cannot lie. That that, that that these are my cells, and this are this is my DNA. That's that's me. When I was born on water, so that's it. Right, right, right. But the planets, just like the moon has an influence over the tides and the crops, That's all right. the other planets, all the other planets have a have a influence too. But that'd be a whole nother show where we just look at Doctor Nardi's chart because he got some amazing, <laughs> he got some amazing stuff going on over here. So I got a few more callers I got to get to. Thank you, Shamir. Thanks. Uh, caller from the seven one eight six nine. I'm sorry, seven one eight nine six two. Your mic is wide open on Original Native Radio with Dr. Nardi. What's your name and where you calling from, please? Hello, seven one eight six nine two. I mean nine six two seven one eight nine six two. Moving right along. Caller from the eight six zero eight six one. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you calling from, please? All the peace. This is um Aldo from um Connecticut. Who's that from Connecticut? Aldo, Aldo. Aldo, what's going on, Lord Peace? 
Doing good, doing good. Oh, but I just like to say, you know, I appreciate all this information. This is amazing. You guys doing a great job, and the information is just potent. You know, learning a lot, a lot, a lot of good information. And I like what the gentleman said earlier. You know, once you search for one thing, it leads you to more information, and leads you to more information, and finally leads you to the truth. So I've been doing a lot of searching and finding a lot of good information. So I'm really interested in this uh, optometry and whatnot. So that was, that was pretty much all I had to say. You know, I appreciate what y'all guys are doing. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you, bro. you one of the reasons we're doing it. You know what I'm saying? You coming on and saying you're eating a good food. A chef ain't no good if ain't nobody coming to the restaurant. So, you know, with y'all keep showing up, that that lets us know that we're getting in contact with uh, with the right people. So we appreciate you as much as you appreciate us. We thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, Lord, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, caller from the 510-307. Your mic is wide open on Original Native Radio with Dr. Nardi. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, this is Marsha Thomas in California. Good evening to both of you. Hey, Marsha. Yes, I have a couple of questions. I, I, I got it. I was listening, but I didn't hear the negative thing about eating coconut, which I love coconut milk with my cereal in the morning, and that's that's so disappointing to hear. But I have an, another question about, does he know anything about red light therapy for overall wellness, um, as well as getting uh, rid of uh, small aches and pains and for uh, collagen production um, enhancement, as well as there's something called, I think it's called diamaticus earth or something that, a lot of people swear by in terms of getting rid of like a lot of fibromyalgias and aches and pains and arthritic pains, rheumatoid arthritis pains. Does he know anything about that? Yes, yes, I, 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 I study them, and the science behind them is not credible. You see, I am a result-oriented person, and if people have been doing these things and they are, their aches and pains are not going away, or they disappear for a, a few days, and they come right back with a vengeance, then it tells you that what you are doing is a half-measure approach. It's a half-measure method. I am interested in scientific enlightenment, not in all these big names, but I want some scientific enlightenment to tell you what is in this item that you are taking that makes it that makes things better. If I ask you about red light therapy, mm-hmm. if I ask you about if I ask you about red light therapy right now, and I ask you to deconstruct red light therapy, tell me what is in it. Tell me what is in the red light therapy. If you are not able to tell me this. Because, okay, you tell me that, okay, you didn't produce it. You just use it. Why did you use something that you don't understand much about? Because you had a few temporary results? I am sorry. I am not into short-term results. I want long-term results because I will be around for a long time. I want long-term results. If something is causing pain, I want to know what I did wrong that is causing the pain. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm happy, I want to know what I did right that makes me happy. So I'm not satisfied at the fact that 
I'm not satisfied with the fact that I am happy. No, I want to know why I am happy. And if I'm sad, I want to know why I am sad. I don't just stop at names. The kind of coconut milk and all that you like and you enjoy because of the taste and all that. All I will say is go home until you until you you hit a brick wall. Then you wake up and say, well. There was one Dr. Nati who said something about coconut. Look at your whole body from head to toe. Examine yourself day after day. If you see something that is wrong on your skin somewhere, if you see that you are, you are bloated, you pass too much gas, or something is happening, something abnormal, yeah. a de- which is a deviation from the paradigm of normalcy, mm-hmm. You have to wake up and say, mm, there is something that I'm doing wrong. I'm breaking the rules. What am I doing wrong? Don't mm-hmm. just satisfy your palate and your taste buds with the coconut milk. Oh, it tastes good. And put it in the refrigerator. Put some carbon dioxide in there. Oh, it's, oh, oh, it's super. No. <laughs> well, you know, everyone's, you know, Dr. Oz, a lot of you know, it's been promoted over the past three years, four years. Before it was soy, and then there's a lot of phytoestrogens and so forth. Now it's coconut milk, so a lot of people are drinking it. But it's been, see, you know... But see, all, I, I mean to cut your wisdom, Marsha, but you don't know about the suitcases of money that go into promotions. You don't know... That's exactly. what, that's what lobby- I'm talking about. That's a lobbyist in um, that's a lobbyist in California. So just because it it happens politically doesn't mean you know what I'm saying. Who is Doctor Oz? Because his name is Doctor. It's like Doctor Phil. He doesn't even have a license. He can't practice in any of the fifty states. So why is he so credible? And and how do we how do we know he's not getting a fat suitcase to come around there and hold his particular opinion about something and look at the benefits? Same thing. I gotta speak on real quick before we go. This. Trayvon Martin situation. Skittles is getting is making a killing. Skittles is owned by what? Eminem Candy, which is Mars, which is a privately held company by you know um, by one family. Nobody's been benef- and they're not lobbying the Justice Department to bring forth the killer, but they're making a killing off of Skittles. They make you know what I'm saying. Um, um, they, they're being opportunists, and we have to stop being uh, uh, suckers. We got to start. Be, we got to start living sucker-free as consumers out here, and start to like Dr. Naughty said, bring scientific enlightenment, so we don't keep getting taken advantage of because, uh, due to our emotions, because that's what we have our addictions to. I think that's what we're gonna do a show on next week. We're just gonna do straight addictions next week, cause everybody got some. Um, we only got a minute and a half left. Um, thank you, uh, Marsha, for calling in. We'll see you next Tuesday. Call Dr. Naughty if you didn't get a chance to get your call in. I mean, uh, the rest of your questions. Carol from Virginia, I saw you. I'm sorry we couldn't get to you tonight. Um, but we got to get this shout out for April the 19th. Make your reservations in Greensboro, North Carolina to come see Dr. Naughty if you can for his symposium. Amsu, you got any last words? Oh, that's it, Career. April the 14th at 10 o'clock. It's Saturday morning. We'll be alive and well and looking forward to receiving everybody. Dr. Nardi, what you got for him? Last word. You got 20 seconds. Well, keep up the good work and to tell you, I had a call from Amsterdam today 
from your show, that, that the person has been listening to your show. So keep up the good work. Keep up the good mm, work. Thank you. Mad shots out to Amsterdam. Shouts out to everybody. Get some good loving. We're going to talk about sexual healing and addictions next week because, you know, we do talk about sex, money, and relationships. And Dr. Nard is going to bring in the spirituality and the root cause. We'll see y'all next